Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to For Geek's Sake. My name is Al Sterling in the studio today with producer Dan. Hey, everybody. Co-host Liz. Hello. We are pleased to welcome technical director Elijah. Oh, yep, I'm here. And in uh, the guest chair, uh, the actually the, the the favorite guest of all time. Favorite guest of the all time. The most favorite guest of all time. I'm making that up. Have. I have no idea. We've never tried to do any kind of... <laughs> well, it was Liz, but now she's permanent, so she don't count anymore. Uh, True. Your story. Uh, sure. I mean, why not? I actually am going to go with... Um, you remember the first episode that... Uh, the first Jessica Jones episode we did? Yeah, yeah. We had Kat on, who was who we turned a couple times, and the other I girl? Like mm-hmm. The other girl. That was the most popular of all time. I don't remember her name. Uh, <laughs> the other girl. She was actually pretty decent. I don't remember. Great. She's probably like our most loyal listener at this point. Oh, that'd be really sad. I sincerely doubt it. We did have like 50,000 downloads that week, but only that week. That's true. (laughs) Actually, I think if we're going to terms of straight downloads, it it might currently be, you know, nothing. Kelsey Rose. Downroads? Yes. Kelsey Downroads. You just said downroads. This is, can we talk? Wait, hang on. We're going to get back to, you know, nothing. Kelsey Rose, because we've got to talk about sex robots real quick. Oh my God. We do. We ever. But before we do that, uh, welcoming back. Definitely a fan favorite. I think that's fair to say. Uh, Sarah McMahon. Yeah. Yay! Oh, you never actually said her name, and then we just no, kept, no. he didn't. So that's okay. Hey, it's pretty, Sarah. It's, Hi. it's pretty normal for me. Yeah. It'll take like twenty minutes for you to get around. It's it almost like we're doing a full ladies episode again. Almost, except that there's a lot of three fifths of us are well. Male. I mean, I mean, I Sarah's here. I'm here. Eli's here. Al's here. <laughs> but Dan's here, so it's not. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Ouch! Like yeah. Burn. Nice. No, nah, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> we need to just. I don't care. This is so. This episode 150. Woo-woo! We have made Woo! it 150 goddamn episodes. I've been here for like 27 of them. How many episodes? No. When did I start? You've been here longer than that. No, actually, this is around. We're getting. Let's see. Well, Daniel's Danielle last episode was 100. Was 100, and we probably. But I didn't come on until around like. I'm guessing about 120. Yeah. Yeah. So you. She put around thirty, 30, 30 under your belt. You were co host co-hostless? <laughs> I was never host. <laughs> you were hoeless. <laughs> never. Uh, never. I don't want to be the hoe. Uh, you be the co-ho. Don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> You're I'm the, the hoe. Ho. You signed up for it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but no, we we after Daniel left, we needed some time to find ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you know we need some we need some time for us. We had to deal with to loss that. and exactly more learn to move on. And exactly. I didn't want to go looking for a co-host until I knew I didn't need one anymore. Mm. You know, oh, that's yeah. how you had to like see what was out there in the world. It's true. They had to find the perfect had one. To sow your oats, they said. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, also sa- he had to make up his damn mind. <gasps> wait a minute. Was, wait a minute. That's true. Am Not I? Sure. Am I your sole host? Oh, nice. Yes. No, that was that was Dan. He's the producer. He knows who he is. He, he, knows. Knows what he, means. he knows what he, he means. He knows. Let's talk about so 150. So this episode, I'm just going to warn everybody right now. Although you could probably already tell because you downloaded it. <laughs> we didn't bring rails like today. Four days. Like, no, there's no rails. This episode is going to be four days long. Not four days to listen to. I mean, literally <laughs> totaling up. What is that? 96 hours. Yeah. Uh, okay. So oh, I didn't strap in. Did you bring us catheters? Like, You're what's fine. The, like, do we get to get up and pee? Like, You're the, fine. You okay. know this. Okay. I'm uh, going to need more wine. Uh, <laughs> So we're starting out, and just to let you know, that there are no rails. We're we're st- we're opening with sex robots. That's where this episode's going. Mm-hmm. So, Kel, uh, you know nothing, Kelsey Rose, um, sent us the uh, this link. Like, just decided Liz and I need to be copied on this. Yeah, link. just tagged me and Al in it. Like it had nothing to do with FGS. Just tagged me and Al in like this. Actually, though, I appreciate that she didn't just randomly tag FGS on a really. Oh no, I wanted to post it directly to the page. Next. I thought about it. <laughs> here's the here's the crux of the article. Uh, that there will be sex robots who can cook, cook and clean effectively, 
Effectively and efficiently, I think, is is the adjectives that were used. Right, by 2019. Which, in turn, they just don't become sex robots, and they're just made robots at that point, and that's what I'm paying for. This is the thing that blew my mind. Like, I saw sex robots that can cook and clean efficiently by 2019, and the only thing I saw on that was cook and clean? Right, exactly, (laughs) exactly. I don't... I don't really want to have sex with a robot. That's not really on my list of things to do. Please don't touch my penis. Put extra starch on the jeans. Seriously. (laughs) Seriously. Can you please iron my shirts? (laughs) If you, if a robot could iron, my wife would sleep with it. Like, I don't think it would matter. (laughs) Like we both, I don't think there'd be, I wouldn't even count that as cheap. Hell, if a human being would come in and do all the cooking and cleaning, I don't care what happens after that. Like, I don't, I mean, just for that we have no idea what happened. Video cu- uh, audio cut out. Video kept going. If you want the whole thing and all of our weird Im- things that just happened in the last 30 <laughs> seconds, go ahead. Otherwise, you know that episode of uh, Doctor Who where they had to make the marks on their arms? It's like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, yeah. Wait, are we still talking about mm-hmm. yeah. sex robots? Uh, probably. Who's putting marks on their arms? Wait, I'm very lost. That's Doctor Who. That's, That's a different yeah, thing. I was like, referencing what happened to the really weird audio oh, jump oh. that the listeners just had to go through. Okay. Point is... Um, yeah, I think we all agree that if robots could cook and clean, that's great. And I don't particularly need the sex part. I think that's really the big takeaway there. Yes. Um, I mean, some people probably will. And good for them. I'm not judging one way or the other. I'm just saying I need cooking and cleaning services. You ever just get really lonely and like look at your Roomba like... Hmm. <laughs> if that yes. Roomba could cook and clean. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That'd be the sexiest thing of all. If something was coming through my house cooking and cleaning, that alone. I know for my wife, like... Seriously, if I really want to get my wife in the mood, just have her walk around the corner, have me mopping. That's it, dude. She's ready to go. Well, they were we smart. just need to put a microwave on top of a Roomba, and you'll be fine. They right? were smart. Well, <laughs> they were smart in creating it as a sex robot first, and then creating it to cook and clean. Because if you just created a robot that cooked and cleaned that wasn't designed for sex, like somebody was gonna somebody was gonna f that eventually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're gonna and buy it, it gonna for the sex. Weird. You're gonna keep it for the cleaning. I'm not. I'm buying it for the cleaning. <laughs> the sex thing, whatever. I mean, I don't go it's like. Sure, but no, I need the cooking and cleaning. That's what I'm saying is I need my house is a mess. I think that's really in my clearly, though. That's not how they're going to advertise it. Like, that's the, the fine print. By the way, it will also cook and clean. You see, I feel no, like that's I, a weak marketing campaign. I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, that's how they'll start. And then some, and then right. somebody else can go, whoa, I feel like they need, like, they need to market it as like, here is this cooking and cleaning robot. P.S. Bonus blowjobs. Oh, can we say that? I love that. I mean, we I did. Now. Bonus jobs. Uh, not, that's not the show title. I'm just going to call that right now. That's not the show title if anybody asks. 150 can be bonus blowjobs? Oh. No. No, it cannot. No, no, it cannot. And so that's how we're starting, folks, with Woo! a weird jump on audio. Patreon.com slash No whales. No, there's not a bonus blowjob tier. <laughs> I'm no. not volunteering for no. that. No. There can't wait, no wait. Wait. How much? No, no, Al, what's your number? <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's not as high as it should we be. Know, we know Liz's number is way higher than yours. You oh, yeah, no, absolutely. You got a bigger mouth than I do. Uh, you know what? Let's go. Let's go ahead. Let's, Moving on. Let's do this thing. Uh, so I don't know how that. We discussed the Falcon 9 lifting off, and you know we completely missed in that conversation. That there's a freaking car in outer space. Yeah, we, it was, it's annoying me, too, because we talked about how Elon Musk was going to put his car on the on the rocket. Yeah, he and did. And then we talked about the rocket launching. Completely failed to miss the remind folks. Well, because we're in Central Florida. So we were either like at work in traffic or outside watching it go up instead of watching it on TV and seeing this. That is true. That is true. So we forgot about the car thing. But now this guy's been driving around space. So Elon Musk strapped a guy in a uh, strapped a spacesuit, not a guy in a spacesuit. Are we sure? Are we sure that it's not a guy? It might be Elon. Because I mean, it could be a sex robot. Evil villain. It could be. He's up there cleaning the car. I'm about to say (laughs) space detailing it. Yeah. 
It better come back buffed and polished or somebody's not getting uh anyway. Yeah, we're gonna leave it alone. So there's been a lot of video. You guys can are, buffed and polished be nice. Maybe. We'll put that on the list. Um the uh but the car had been driving that has been floating around outer space. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lot of people who have a lot of opinions on this. You know what's really wild is to see the reflection of the earth in the paint of a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's that's pretty wild. I kind of dig it. I mean, could you imagine NASA, like, in the 70s and 60s, and you, you went there and told them, hey, guys, like, in a, in a paltry 40 years, like... Some rich guy is literally going to launch his car into space for funsies. Yeah, for, for funsies. Just for, like, funsies. Just for funsies. Yeah. And with not a, like one of these like trajectory the low orbit things. No, he's putting it into space and hopefully it crash lands on Mars someday. Oh, is that really what's going on? He's not bringing it back? Uh, no, I think He's it's, setting himself up to have his Tesla on Mars, man. Yeah. When he moves there. He's going to start the dealership and up our there. seven corgis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's going to just start sending all of his shit up there. Yeah. <laughs> just next, like the next one is his couch. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to get weird when the suitcases start floating past. <laughs> In three years, it's just a kegerator. <laughs> <laughs> one of those really, we're going to find out that he likes those really cheap Walmart lamps. You know, it's one of those just kind of doing the really slow, you know, yeah. the silver ones that I have in my living room. Oh, the a Margaritaville is, mixer. Yeah. Ooh. A Margarator. I like that. Can we? Can we get one of those for our studio? Uh, they're they're pretty. When we get our own studio, my my question on this: Why did he choose David Bowie's Rocket Man and not um, Elton John's Rocket Man? Because it's no question the better Rocket Man. Okay, I just because he's Elon Musk and he's cool. Fight me! (laughs) Don't don't mess with me and Bowie, man. Yeah, but. Elton John. Know. It's Elton John, man. You don't just you can't just you look, can't just dismiss. Look, I'm, I'm not dis- I'm not dismissing. I mean, I'm, I'm sure like the Queen himself would bitch slap me for saying that, mm-hmm. but I was just curious of why I'm just and I'm fine. One, I'm fine why with the choosing. choice. I'm fine if you want to go Bowie over John sure. in that one, but don't pretend like it doesn't deserve some consideration first. Sure. But uh, that's all I'm trying to say. Uh, yeah. It just seems more Elon to me. It does seem more Elon. Bowie? I'm okay, okay. with the yeah. choice. I'm okay yeah. with Bowie as the choice. Just don't don't pretend like it sh- didn't need to be considered. I'm sorry. I've had I've had wine. <laughs> oh, I forgot. <laughs> Who the hell keeps giving her wine? I, t- I drink tea with my pinky out, but I drink red wine with my middle finger up. So. And, and salt in it, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, you don't see a lot of people salt the rim of their wine, but you know, I mean, I just I like the Liz. I like, I like the Liz does what makes what makes happy. All the flavors Wait, you could have been. Know, but you know, I need to take this this Rocket Man thing back to one of our favorite favorite topics around here. Because what what's in the background of the Rocket Man? I don't uh, know. Obviously, a completely fabricated picture of a spherical Earth. Oh snap! <laughs> no, it's round. So I talked to round. A, uh, an acquaintance of mine that I've mentioned a few times. That right, your flat Earth friend. Yeah, yeah, and he was convinced that this was absolute propaganda shot in a studio. And Just that like it the moon makes. Landing. He said it makes no sense that the Earth wasn't spinning. So I had to explain, you know, geosynchronous orbit oh, to him, in which he just rolled his eyes and said, "That's what they want you to think." Dan, and Dan, walked away. Take a sip for that. Yeah, that was a that was an SAT word. Geosynchronous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at you. Yeah, yeah Proud my. Of you. I I was it actually balances out the stupid really really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you drop an SAT word to make up for the fact that my brain started melting on my ears at that. <laughs> <laughs> And why was everything else black was his other question. 
Oh my! Why was the sun not reflecting off of anything else? Because the studio, because the studio lights were off. Because <laughs> they didn't have a budget to do the real background. Oh yeah, <laughs> they should have done a little bunch of white dots, man. It's not hard to do. <laughs> you know, yeah. you poke a bunch of holes in the back of the sheet and backlight it. Ta-da! <laughs> it's just lazy. It's just lazy. And, at he, that and he said it was just a disc that it showed too. And I was like, uh huh, bro. Were you looking on a, like a holographic, three dimensional <laughs> display that you expected to see? An actual sphere? Keep going. I can't. I bet you can use words like amazing. So here's my question. Is it like, how did the car, was it, where was was it? They basically launched it like a satellite. Yeah, it was was actually just bungeed to the outside. Just a lot of duct tape, right? (laughs) Uh, Duct tape and bungee cords. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Actually, Elon didn't do this. This was the the guy with the steam-powered rocket. Right. He sent this thing. (laughs) How did they launch a satellite? Uh, we had a NASA guy on, and I didn't ask any of these questions. <laughs> you, you got it? Pay doors open up, and they push it out, basically. Okay. Yeah. So it was, in, yeah. because I'm looking at it, and I'm like, well, it, it was, looks yeah, like it's it in was, great condition, so it's not like it got like, screwed It was in the, the rocket, the, and then in the launch, was so. deployed from okay. the rocket. What kind yeah. So the car is, is the car. floating on its own? It's not attached to anything right now? The car is just literally just out there? With a camera, like a GoPro. Chilling. <laughs> Chilling. Is it in orbit? It Obviously, it's in the Earth's orbit, right? I believe so. But it's on its way out. Yeah. Where's it going to go? Did, isn't there? I it was aiming. It was aiming. It, it was supposed to get close to Mars, but not actually hit isn't Mars. Is that what I was looking at? Space trash law that we're violating. <laughs> no. I mean, yes, but no. <laughs> That's not quite how that works. Anyway, it's okay. All right. Moving we on. have more. We have more <laughs> Elon to get to. So here's the other part here. Uh, a little update. Oh, so this you, is great. So not. this uh, car. This now. This is an old story, but we're going back to it for uh, because we now actually have an answer as to why. So here's what happened. Uh, some guy was using his uh, auto his autopilot on okay. his car. That's not what they call it. Whatever. It's Tesla. It's Tesla's autopilot. And uh, slammed into a stationary fire truck. And um, that wasn't great. Mm-hmm. And so the question that everybody was asking was, well, why did, why did it hit a fire truck that was holding still? Mm-hmm. To which uh, Tesla responded, he, wasn't, he was supposed to have his hands on the wheel. But that doesn't actually answer the question. Correct. <laughs> so... Um, although, I mean, they're right. Let's be clear. They're right. He should have had his hands on the wheel, but you would hope he that... He's just sitting in the back, like, doing his taxes. Yeah. Right. Or in the front <laughs> doing his taxes. It doesn't matter. Point is, he should not have been doing that. But, so the question, but it does beg the question, why can't it see a stationary bright red fire truck? Uh-huh. Uh, and the answer may surprise you. Um... No, I'm Probably not. It so there, the <laughs> thing is that these cars use radar. Right. And so radar sends stuff and bounces off stuff and comes back and it tells you how fast things are going and where things exist and all that shit. The thing about it is that uh, the radar is taught to ignore anything that's basically not moving because otherwise the um, it, uh, it, it the it, moron it, behind the wheel should notice it. Right. Well, well, not only that, but it, it, they basically said that it would cause major traffic issues <laughs> if it stopped every time it saw something that wasn't moving. Like, yeah. say you're turning right. towards like a the building, building yeah. and the car goes, oh, my God, and stops. <laughs> right. Like, that's not so good. It's it a parking garage. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So every time we saw, like, a street sign, you know, you're, you're trying to go past the speed limit, it shrieks to a halt. You know, so, right. So it doesn't have the ability to understand that some things, that the stationary, uh, uh, to rule out stationary objects. So it kicks all that information out. That's part of what the, the it, it does. Now, you may ask yourself, self, why the fuck doesn't it know how to see... 
What, did anybody think about that? Is anybody examining that? Because somebody really should be looking into that. Mm-hmm. This autonomous driving thing is going to require it to see that. So here's my question on this, and I don't know if any of you delved any deeper than the article that, that explained this, but what is the difference between the feature on this vehicle and an actual self-driving car? There, well, the self-driving car uses LiDAR. So radar... Yeah. Does the bouncing off hit something, bounce back? You know, like yeah. LIDAR actually uses a much more complex system that is able to track everything that's going on and actually creates like a digital map okay. of what's going on in front of it, including stationary objects. And understand, and the, the LIDAR knows that it's supposed to stay in this area. So unless a solid object, the, the stationary object is in this area, it can ignore it. Whereas radar can't do that. Gotcha. So, okay. So that the, makes sense. The problem is that LIDAR is, one, still very new, te- well, relatively new technology. and expensive still has technology. It's expensive, and it still has bugs that they're trying to work out. Whereas radar, we've had for a minute. So, um, and then, and, and so the, the other piece of this here, though, is that Elon has said that he is not, he doesn't need uh, LIDAR. He can just do it with radar, and he'll be just fine with radar. Now, mm. they haven't finished pulling the car off of the fire truck in this picture, so I don't know exactly how he's planning on doing that. Yeah. Um, but it also would take, by the way, a lot more computing power to be able to constantly render uh, the image, everything in mm-hmm. front of you. Sorry, I see the piece of the LiDAR because it takes a lot of computing power. Also, look at how the fire truck is just not damaged and the Tesla oh, is not just all, yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. yeah, crumbled. It's- which like is good. Let me tell you. Like if the fire can. truck, if the fire truck was crumpled, I would be terrified for what's going on with her. A fire truck had better be able to withstand that. Like that's. So I'd be impressed with the Tesla. Right. I mean, I mean, if it was a smart car, I would imagine that it just is like a that it now fits in your pocket. <laughs> it just right. <laughs> <laughs> but they. So that's what's going on. So that's what happened with it. So the radar doesn't know what to do. I actually read a little bit deeper. Um, one of the problems was that the fire truck wasn't fully in the lane. It was half in the emergency room or emergency lane and half and on the, the driver lane. is half in the emergency room. <laughs> um, and oh, no, I'm sure all of them in the emergency room. No, no, no. They actually stated they, he was they, fine. They stated that everyone involved in this was completely unscathed. Yeah, the guy driving was completely How? fine. A well, few because he was, but... he was in the backseat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he was asleep, so your, your body. <laughs> yeah, you're more relaxed. Your body doesn't tense up at the last second, right? so that it. <laughs> Apparently, there was a truck in front of him, though, and when he went to, you know, he moved at the last second, and the Tesla didn't have time to react. It did pump on the emergency brakes, whether that was from the person driving or the actual car itself, or maybe a bit of combo of both. So it could have been a lot worse. It could have been, yes. Yeah. Well, and the but other thing, too, is like what can happen here, and this was what they were talking about. You're absolutely right. The truck moves out. But what can happen is that, especially if the truck was traveling under the speed that you, the car, was supposed to, right. the, the Tesla could actually have sped up into the stationary object. Oh, right. Yeah, because the car, let's see, if you, if you guys hit the 55, you're stuck behind somebody doing 40, they move out of the way to not hit the fire truck, you accelerate out of the 55 into the fire truck. That's not, yeah. like, it's not funny. <clears throat> But it's awesome. everybody. Was, nobody was hurt, so it's funny. It's hilarious. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so working on that. So by the can by, you just, can you just imagine being behind the wheel of a car that just starts speeding up towards your imminent death? <laughs> Let's just go ahead. The car is calculated that you're going to die either way, so it's going to try to help you die quickly. That's yeah. really the big. <laughs> like, welp. It's over for you, asshole. Uh, so you need that Nick Fury button where it all goes metal, <laughs> right? The shielding comes up. Nice. Then, mm-hmm. then the fire truck is in trouble. Oh, yeah, at man. that point. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, I thought we would give some much less controversial Ninja Turtle news uh, given last week's confusion. 
<laughs> I still feel confused. <laughs> I still think Michelangelo is a girl. Um, <laughs> I still think it's Michelangelo. I can't handle my. I can't handle Raph and Leo changing bandanas. I just can't. Yeah. Wait, they, cha- they changed colors? No. Did I not? Oh. No, but the person, they, burst, they basically personality. swapped personalities. You mean they changed, like, bandanas? Yeah. I don't know what yeah, that with means. Yeah, with the chest pound bandana. I don't know what that means at all. But. Chest pound bandana. That's <laughs> yes. the... Uh, so, Injustice right. 2, which is the... Um, the video game. Video game. You know what? Give them. Give them a. Tell them Injustice Two. You can do this much better than me. Well, I, I I'm not a big Injustice Two person, but Injustice was a video game that was uh, kind of Mortal Kombat style fighting game mm-hmm. with all the DC superheroes, and they put out an amazing comic book to go with it yeah, that explained did. why all the superheroes were fighting each other. It was amazing. Yeah, and now they're doing part two, but I don't think they're doing a comic book, which makes me sad. They can't do better than the first one. Yeah. It was just anyway. So the Injustice Two game, they do the thing we used to do from oh, what was that other Street Fighting game? Street Fighter. That they dropped. <laughs> no, that they dropped like <laughs> non. That they dropped in the middle. Like they dropped Zelda into it. They dropped like oh oh um Soul Caliber. Soul Caliber. Yeah. Yeah. Soul Caliber. Yeah. Dropping Star Wars Yoda. characters. Right. And stuff. Me and my yeah. brother used to yeah. just go round and round and so, round, and I would beat him every time. No, that's not the one so I was thinking angry. of. What's the one, one that you can get like Kirby? Smash Brothers. That's not really. That's less of a street fighting game and more of like a. It's like the Nintendoized. Yeah. True. Version of that. Love and I and I still love that too. But Injustice Two has dropped. So they drop a bunch of non DC characters in there. Right. And they most recently in this next one have dropped the Ninja Turtles and they look awesome. Yeah, they do. They look you know like, what they look they like? They look like the Ninja Turtles. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They actually look like, it looks like an updated version of the first movie. Uh, yeah. Like the, hello, yeah. childhood. I've right? missed you. Right? <laughs> like if we had today's CGI in that movie. Right. Exactly. That's what this would have been. Uh, but uh, where's Vanilla Ice? <laughs> in the second movie nice. where he in belongs. In the studio. Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. He's Don't. practicing his dance moves. Don't worry. Ninja, Come on, guys. Ninja, I said the first movie for a reason. The second movie was not as good. <laughs> I don't care. I said it. Uh, the I think one of the things I like the best though is they really use their weapons. Yeah, and you just don't get to see them their really original weapons. They're real weapons. They're real weapons. They don't, and you just don't see like Michelangelo in particular. Like has never, you never get to see Michelangelo really just beat the snot out of somebody with nunchucks, mm-hmm. and to the point where you may not realize just how much damage nunchucks would do, but. <sighs> Wow. The only damage I've ever done with nunchucks is to myself. That's how, that's how most people learn. That's yeah. how most yeah. of the damage I've and done. And I'm not a boy, so it's less <laughs> damaging than usual. I don't know. I got whack. You whack yourself in the face with one of those things. It still hurts like Ooh, a bitch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they do. They use their weapons, and it's really fun and exciting. Uh, Speaking of fun and exciting so weapons. In other terrifying what? news. Uh, so we got the robots can open doors. I thought this was cute. The, no, Sarah. No? Come yes. on. There's nothing cute and everything horrifying Welcome about this. Welcome to robot doggies. Because now all I hear is just like. <laughs> now you don't need a dog door for your uh, robot dog. Because exactly. it can open the door itself. Can I just get a real? So the, hold the door. Me, you know what? Ooh, we, can, we, need to, we need to. Oh, my God. This should be named Hodor. <laughs> Well, now I have to stop talking into the microphone and go crawl into the corner and cry for three hours. So Boston Dynamics, who creates robots that we've talked about before, that will—I mean, I think when we when we look when we look back and think 
you know, like how did the robots take over? What happened? I think mm. Boston Dynamics is going to be the uh, the fact that we gave them the ability to backflip, karate chop, and open fucking doors. Yep, Bo- all Boston I don't Dynamics. Know. Just a hunch. It's going to be the uh, Boston so, Dynamics is going to be our Skynet. Exactly. Let's or the like, or funny fact: their original LLC name was Skynet. Nice. <laughs> then the Terminator movies came out, so they changed it to Boston. <laughs> they Dynamics. were like, they were like, yeah. uh, guys. Or what was the name of the? <laughs> so who buys them out? Elon, mm. Bezos. Or Tim Cook. Or Zuckerberg. I think Bezos. Ooh. This feels like a Bezos. Yeah, he, Tesla, he's got a real not hard on for robots. I thought Elon was against robots. He's against artificial intelligence. Yeah, but, okay. Elon's, but Elon's going to make his own. Bezos is the guy he's who a, goes yeah, through Yeah, he's against buys. AI because yeah. he's developing the most advanced version of AI. Right, he's in like competition. And Bezos is also the guy always playing catch up. He's always like, I can do that too, guys. Ken Justin Stars Hammer. too. Well, and he I'm likes his robots. Guys. He's got a mech suit. I mean, t- exactly. Justin Hammer he's is. that geeky cousin you don't want hanging out with you, but occasionally comes up with a cool <laughs> idea. Oh, yeah, guys, I own Amazon. <laughs> you, Jeff Bezos is the Justin Hammer to Elon Musk's Tony Stark. Nice. This is, this is not news. I thought we all already realized this. Like, uh, he's got to be the oh Justin. Man. Jeff Bezos yeah. is what's-his-face from, from The Incredibles, the bad guy. Yeah, Scott, uh, Syndrome. Syndrome. <laughs> I'm Incrediboy. Uh, <laughs> I'm your biggest fan. I love it. Uh, anyway, so they made a robot that could open a door. So the little dog robot you've probably seen us talking about before, uh, now this little doggy robot, they gave it an arm on the top of its head so that it can go and open it up. Not really Spot mini. No, no, it's two robots. One tries to go through the door and it can't, so it calls its buddy that has the arm, and that that robot opens the door so he can yeah. go through. Yeah. Yes, it's twice. It's, it's, it's like pack mentality. Like Sarah said, he's holding the door. Yeah. He's not just opening Hold it. Hold the door. Oh my god, I missed that. So back to my original thought is that <coughs> I come want, here, little hole door. I want to fix. I want to. I want to set this robot up with the sex robot so that you can also open doors and walk my dog while you're cleaning my house and Ooh, cooking for me. I like it. I'm completely fine with walk all of this. Walk my dog. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I want a dog walking, house robot? cleaning, meal cooking, sex robot. Like give or take the sex. Here's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. This robot is I'm, is not going to have time to have sex. I've got way too many things for it to do. <laughs> I got a it's lot gonna, of laundry. It's going to come around and be like, I finished everything. I'm like, oh, really? Is the house painted? No. <laughs> then go paint the house and we'll talk about whether you get a little something, something later. <laughs> I love it. That, <laughs> like, oh, uh, he's practiced that with the, you know, his kid's and chore list. And that's why your robot <laughs> will turn against you. It's fine. That's how it starts. No, my robot's just going to want love. So eventually I'll be forced, if it actually comes online, <laughs> to give it the love that it's looking like for. Like love or like loving? I don't care. A little bit of both. If it paints the damn a, house, we can talk. Just a little recognition is all it wants. Ooh, and clean <laughs> the garage. Oh, my God. My garage Oof. is a hot mess. I've been yeah. trying to hang a punching bag for over a year. <laughs> just, I can't, I can't get around to it. Anyway. What are you going to do with a punching bag? Practice for the robots. <laughs> I've got to look sexy when they go online. Uh, we got a trio of trailers that we're covering next. A trio but, of trailers. That but, sounds so delightful. Uh, uh, before before we do that, uh, Liz, what is the best video game of all time? The best video game of, oh, my God. Uh, uh, oh, Final Fantasy VII. Mm. Final Fantasy VII. Which numbering system? <laughs> Suck. There's only one seven. Suck all of the things. I can't, I'm not going to say that, but you know. You know. <laughs> Suck so a bag of things. Suck a bag of things. Benoit. So part of episode 150 is I told them I was going to randomly <laughs> ask them key questions without any real per- precursor or preamble. That's what I just did to, 
to Liz there. Well, no, you. Why did you have to explain it? Because I because people are already wondering what the fuck is going on with this episode. <laughs> so because he's going, ooh, shiny thing, ooh, uh, squirrel. This, seriously, this Whoopies is going to be candy. like one fifty is going to literally have like one point five <laughs> listeners. Like there's just one hundred fifty no... minutes. Where are we at? What? Not oh, there. W- uh, Twenty seven right now. Ooh, what? That's really? it. That's it. Yeah. It only all feels right. like this episode's three days long. Dan, what was your, what's the best video <laughs> game of all time? Oh, uh, let's go with Joe Montana Sports Talk Football 1993 on Sega Genesis. Ooh, 1993. Not, wow. I mean, just you know, pick one out there. Just air. drawing one out of the ether. What about, what about you, Sarah? Do you have a favorite? Um, I do, actually. Um, I'm Okay, I'm kind of... I don't like a whole lot of blood and guts. Don't apologize. Games. What's your favorite game? Super Mario Lego Heroes. That actually is a legit game. That's a very good. <laughs> like I had to finish that to completion. Like I got yeah. all the secret yeah. stuff. Yeah, you did. I've got. <laughs> and the second one just recently came out, but it's still sixty bucks. So I'm not going to spend waiting. that much. But yeah, yeah once it comes down, oh my god, I can't wait to play it. Uh, Elijah, what are you saying, man? It's either uh, Doom Two. Nice. Straight Ooh. classic. Ooh. Grandfather started it all. Or uh, Bomberman. Like, oh, I do love me some Bomberman. Bomberman. <laughs> Super Bomberman. Bomberman. <laughs> Dude. I, see, I didn't think there was any video game that had ever brought you more joy than Guitar Hero. Oh, I like that too. <laughs> because you were the early adopter of our group. Did you go orange? in a rock band though? Because I could expert guitar and Literally. drums. You could go orange. Oh, yeah. That's, no, that's see, awesome. See, no, I, I hate to be the boring guy in this room, but... <laughs> uh, it's Super Mario Brothers 3. Oh, shit. I mean, it's a classic. That is just the best goddamn game of all time is Super Mario Brothers 3. I own a Nintendo and I own one game. <laughs> and it's Super Mario 3. I'm nice. just saying, like, I mean, on, no, right behind that is is probably uh, uh, Street Fighter 2 mm. Turbo. Turbo. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, but I mean, there's just, there's no beating Super Mario Brothers 3, man. It has nostalgia for me. I used to play that and uh, Duck Hunt. Uh, with my grandpa, so yeah. I just wanted a this raccoon nostalgia. suit. Raccoon suit or the statue mm-hmm. suit? There was the one. Oh yeah. Was like one Wait, no, the raccoon suit wasn't three, was it? Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking about the the uh, the feather from that Super Mario, Mario World, World, which was mm-hmm. arguably also incredible. Yeah, that could. Yeah, I mean, mm. I mean, it's close, but I don't think it touches that. I'm a little bit younger than you, so Super Mario World, I played a lot more than I played Super Mario Brothers three. Mm-hmm. I, I spent I I put a lot of hours into Super Mario World. Nice. Yeah. If I'm going more modern, though, I would go mo- uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Hey. Modern. Yeah, the first one. Call of Duty yeah. 4? Modern- yeah. 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 I do That's- have legitimately like <coughs> 1,500 hours clocked in that game. Mm-hmm. I don't oh know. It's goodness. ridiculous. I could go uh, Age of Empires 2. That's, that's, that's Age good. of Empires 2 was... Uh, mm-hmm. There's there's entire months of my life that just appeared in that do game. Do you remember Croc on PlayStation 2? I didn't have a PS. No. No. I'm not a PlayStation no. guy either. Uh, okay, so now let's All get right. on to our trio of trailers. The so we got three we're discussing. We got Jessica Jones, we've got Deadpool two, and we have got uh, Venom. Technically, so let's <laughs> let's let's start with Venom here. Can Why we not? Tom Hardy. There's there is there has been some criticism leveled at the trailer for Venom. Yeah, Primarily I can't imagine why. That uh, it, I loved it. It lacks Venom. <laughs> so ha, um, my my favorite comment on the uh, haters out there. Um, <laughs> how. How can you do a trailer without Venom or Spider-Man? And these guys said, hold my beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So wait, is that... It could have been any movie. But is that guy not Venom? 
He is, but oh, they okay. won't show the venom. But they don't. Well, show I mean, but it's a teaser. It's a teaser. It is. They should have. Venom is implied. And it's needed, a teaser. What they, what they, I, I agree. I don't think. I think this trailer got a little too much backlash against it. It's like doing a Spider-Man trailer by only showing Peter Parker and never saying this is Peter Parker. It could just be any kid. Right. True. Well, they don't, don't tell know, you who the guy is. Don't know anything about this? It's like they were trying to tease the audience or something. No, yeah, they didn't, no, I think I, Liz I, is onto something. I, I should think all I no, think this they just need to told do, me that they haven't figured out how they're going to make him look cool. All they really need, they didn't need to show him at all, show him like that at all. All they needed to do was show like a bit of a CGI black Venom suit and they'd have been fine. Right. Like just a quarter but second flash. Do you remember or, the last time they did one of those? For the Venom movie? No, Spider-Man 3. Right. I mean, with Venom, you mean? Yeah. I'm just talking about for the trailer. Like, no, I'm I, saying it's really hard to make Venom look good, and I don't think I still think that they right. haven't figured it out. They don't. But what oh, I'm yeah. saying is, they didn't need to show a full shot of Venom. They could have shown a black streak of a Venom suit, like across the oh, screen. Sure. Like they could have, and that's what was missing too. The bit of marketing could have done like a shadow. So I mean, the the so the behind the scenes and all of this is that they they're likely haven't gotten that part of it done yet. Um. They're still working on that piece. So then the argument is, well, then don't drop a fucking trailer. Yeah. But I actually <laughs> think I actually think they were right to drop it when they did to catch along with a lot of the other trailers that were dropping. Right. Just they just needed they needed to be able to fake it. Do some shadows, do some something creative, just fake it to get through the trailer and you'd have been you'd have been okay. Show the symbiote coming to Earth. Show something. Right. Well, was that the sim symbiote? Is that symbiote? Yeah, okay. you got that. Um was that what was in the glass container? Yeah, you, yeah. So they kind of showed it. They did right, but I, if you don't know anything about, about Venom, right, this trailer didn't tell you anything about this movie. The, but right. that's that's the thing is though that's not that weird. Like we have teaser trailers it's, that it's the Justice League problem. Yeah, I mean, and I would ra- I would rather that you told me nothing of the teaser about the during the in the teaser trailer than do the Justice League or the Batman v Superman where you tell me the whole goddamn plot of the movie. Sure, true. You know, yeah. they could have, they could have, I mean, that's what I'm saying. They, they were, there was one minor piece that they could have thrown in to make it all fine. It's just not that big a deal. I don't think we can say jack shit about the movie based on the little bit we saw. No. And I am disappointed that apparently we're only going to get c- Carnage in the post credit bump trailer. Mm. Yeah. Scene I thing. love Carnage. Carnage. Don't, look, Venom, Venom is plenty in its own, in its, in its own movie. Bring yeah, in Carnage. Let's not go Spider-Man 3 on this thing. Exactly. Oh exactly. Do one bad guy. Have you guys ever watched the... Well, the he's not the bad guy. He's the guy. <laughs> have you guys ever watched the video where they removed yeah. all of the other sounds except for like the weird sounds that Tobey Maguire was making while they filmed that weird scene in the jazz club? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> it's, it's completely silent. Just him like... <laughs> <laughs> I gotta find this now. It's I don't want to watch that. <laughs> I don't want that at all. It's very bad. Uh, <laughs> up next, Deadpool dropped another trailer. Yes. This time, we finally get a good looking cable. Yes, and uh, yeah, this is. I mean, this is everything it's supposed to be. This yes. is literally everything it's supposed oh, to be. Absolutely. They called out every single. I'm gonna other take your movie. words from a few pod. Was it last podcast? You said you had a lady boner. I'm so yep. I'm oh, yeah. stealing that lady boner, lady boner yeah. for Deadpool. I believe it was an completely. Awkward. Was, well, this one awkward lady, but yeah, a large awkward. Uh, lady this boner. is not awkward. I am all about was it. it. <laughs> was it giant awkward lady boner? I don't. But that was Woody Harrelson, right? Yes, which makes Woody Reynolds again. I think uh, but Brian I, Reynolds is just a giant lady boner. There, I love. Yeah. There's a couple things that I really enjoy about this. I love that Marina Bakarin is back in as the girlfriend. Sure. Um, w- was she not? 
What, well, were, was she not going to be? No, no, I mean, no, never said anything one way or the other. Oh, okay. But I just really like that she's coming back because her character was just. I mean, I know she gets lost in the shuffle of everything else that was going on in the, in the original Deadpool movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she was phenomenal. Um, and then, of course, you know, we, we got Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Yes. Um, we've just, we've got all the best parts. We just, every, this is just, at this point, fan service from one into the other. And that's not a critique. I'm open to And what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. The, our taxi driver friend yeah. uh, is back. Just, there's just nothing bad about this. There's so many amazing And it already things. has 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, <laughs> because of course it does. Yeah, exactly. yeah, pe- people are pretty insanely psyched for this thing. The mustache joke is my favorite part of the entire trailer. <laughs> I love it. Right? Yeah, it's not like you're trying <laughs> to remove a mustache. Turning the gun up to 11. Yeah. I mean, that was great. I actually, I think um, I think my favorite part was at the very end when he looks at him and says, well, that's just lazy writing. It yeah. was just, <laughs> that's the fourth wall bullshit that I look, up, that I look uh, for from Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, that, and I just really can't, I can't wait to see more teen- Teenage and a Sonic. Teenage Negasonic. Yeah, Negasonic. Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Teenage. There we go. Warhead. That's a cool name. It is. <laughs> no, that's what he says on the first. <laughs> uh, oh, no, he says, that's cool. Can we trade names? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Who is the little kid in the yellow who's flipping the double bird? No idea. No idea. Okay. I wasn't sure if we knew. No. 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 Yellow shirt. You don't even know. I don't know. No, okay, no. Okay. no, we officially don't know. Okay, cool. Uh, and then last, uh, but definitely not least, mm. Jessica Jones. This is the one I'm the most jazzed for. Oh man, I have yes. a. Oh, oh I don't have. No, and it's, it's less a, than a month no, away. It's okay. It's I have less a lady a boner for her too. No, so. I don't think I was going to say. I don't think I have lady boners. You just have a no, boner. No. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's so much more gross when we say it for me. It is gross. I'm just excited to see the movie. There's you actually just, nothing sexual about it at you all. You just have uncomfortable boners. <laughs> Just giant awkward boner. That's all right. That's enough of that. That is enough of that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, we, are, <clears throat> we are adults and we are more mature than this. This is ridiculous, you guys. No, I boner. love her. She's so amazing. Like, I, yeah, pretending to give a shit is not going to get you a bigger tip. Just it's the best line. Yeah, like, that is, uh, it's so Jessica Jones. It's perfect. Oh, it's I just d- no. I just, this one looks like it's going to get way darker. Than the first one. <laughs> and that's yeah. saying something. I would say yeah, the first no, one wasn't real. exactly, yeah, Sunshine and Rainbows over yeah. there. No, exactly. Like, it's, so I'm looking forward to uh, watching this alone in my dark apartment and crying a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. Yes. I love, I love that Netflix does. I love that Netflix doesn't, doesn't say like, hey, coming in like October. They're like, hey, what's up? Here's a full trailer. It'll be here in a week. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Thanks, Netflix. Oh. March 8th. Can't wait. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited. I love Jessica Jones. Um, she's definitely up there in my top favorite superheroes. Um, she's just fantastic, and I can't wait to see who's clapping at the end of that trailer. Like, I'm I'm calling right now. It's it's Purple Man. I think Kilgrave is coming. He'll be back as like uh, something like like screwing up with screwing with her head. I think like a figment of imagination kind of thing. You think so? Yeah, like I don't think they'll actually we. We, I mean, we've heard stuff that David Tennant was uh, had come back to do an episode or two. Yeah. So I mean, I think there were there were some theories that going to be flashback. My hunch at this point is it's going to be a figment, like that thing that ha- a haunting, I guess, or yeah. however you want right. to do it. So he's such an amazing actor. There's um, another movie that's coming out soon where he's the bad guy, and I can't for the life of me think of the name of it. I just saw the trailer the other day though, and he just make he's such an amazing actor, but he makes such a good bad guy. Oh, he does. Like, he really truly uh, does. 
Like, I thought he was amazing as the doctor, which made me love him because he's cute and cuddly and I want to run my fingers through his hair. But as a bad guy, it's like, ooh, you're scary yet sexy. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I don't know. I've... So at this point, let me ask. Since, you know, 150. What is better, like the the A plus Netflix series or like an A quality movie? Ooh, because I'm or not just Netflix, but like a, an a, a, a nowadays like an A plus TV series. You know, this isn't saying? hard. I'll I'll start here. This is not hard for me series. at all. Series. This is series I think, every time. Series. I think well, I think a genre really depends. I mean, I'm at the point now where it's I don't need movies anymore. Like the TV shows yeah, have surpassed the movies. Well, and and and, and I think I, that I want I want a series because I always want more of the story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you get so much more. Yeah. But I think that pertains specifically to superhero genre and and things like that. Yeah, s- more so than other things like um, Arrival. Mm-hmm. That movie needed to be a movie, right? Like that was a perfect two and a half hours leave it alone don't try to make that a series so but your question is like what do you prefer exactly not like what should it be like well, should jessica you, well, jones be a point, movie versus yeah, a series what do you prefer what do you think is better although when you talk about i mean like okay like dark tower should have been a fucking series yeah yeah on usa y- y- yeah, ah. yeah that, that's why i think it's it's so like depends on the property we're talking about if yeah. we're talking about superheroes tv is the way to go but for would sure. you rather watch a series or would you rather watch a movie like, I don't want Guardians of the Galaxy to be a series, but I would rather right. watch a good series than watch a good movie. Ooh. See, I, I, I'm, I, I'm right there. I want to see. You're making me choose between yeah. my kids. That's hard. Yeah. No, it's not. You've yeah, got a is. favorite. I mean, you got like The Punisher, <laughs> Altered Carbon. Um, yeah. What's the other one? The, um, the political one. Um, House of Cards? Not that one anymore. Not that one anymore. <laughs> That's coming back. Whoa, whoa, it's coming back. <laughs> yeah, but that was like, it's Ooh. amazing. Like, I'll take this over Ooh. almost any movie. Um, I mean, it's problem for I, I want story. Yeah. I want I want yeah. a real story. I want depth of characters. I want to see growth. Things that you can't do really well in two hours. Now, you're, I will I will agree with you for genre mm-hmm. because with the with the notable exception of Lethal Weapon, the series, um, <laughs> most most really fun escape like action adventure shit needs to be about two hours. That's about. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to stretch that out yeah. over over a series, you know. Yeah. Because you're not there. Like Fast and Furious, the series is just not gonna. That's gonna get old. Yeah. Or yeah. just high concept and I intensity. Fast and Furious was a series. <laughs> like, I mean, Blade Runner would be a terrible series. Yeah. Oh God. I, oh God. A Tomb Raider, terrible what? series. Yeah. Yeah, probably. But a great video game. Mm-hmm. True. Oh, ow. Yeah. No, you no, know? no, no. Like just young Eli. I'm just flashing back. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I get excited. I'm gonna go. Uh, so I got another <laughs> one for you guys. Uh, what what board game? I know I know you guys may not. This, and this may be this may be like Monopoly stuff for you guys, and that's fine. It's okay. What board game uh, have you logged the most hours playing? Omega Virus. Ooh. Omega Virus. Y'all I, remember Omega Virus? That came out the same time as Crossfire. Twelve minutes until I take over. Yes. Oh my god, it was so good. I had like, Omega that, Virus. That was family game night in that my was house. Amazing. It was the best. Um, so I'm going to backtrack just for a second. Uh, that David Tennant movie was called Bad Samaritan, and it's coming out March oh, is that, 30th. Oh, I didn't I realize he was in that. Yeah. Oh, uh. dude, I'm so going to watch that. Uh. Um, board game, I would say. You log the most hours playing. I uh, Betrayal in the House of the Hill. Okay, so more recent then. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I've, very been, nice. I've been playing that one a lot with, with some good friends in Jacksonville. That's very cool. I'm still stuck in a megavirus. Uh, 
It was so good. I, I think I think that. we still have it too. That's an amazing. It was an amazing game. Although now it's kind of a toss up between that and Dungeons and Dragons, which is not technically, which I would not technically qualify as a board game. Oh, okay. I've spent more hours playing Dungeons and Dragons than I have doing <laughs> most things. Like if we were to like rank activities. <laughs> Playing Dungeons and Dragons is going to rank embarrassingly high towards the top with what I can only assume is increasingly other embarrassing things towards the top uh, that I spent the majority of my life doing. But we'll get to that. doesn't matter. What about you, Dan? I know you're not a big board game guy, but what's, uh, where have you logged most of your time? I'm going Tripoli. Tripoli? It's a card game. that It's like a board game card game that combines um, Michigan Rummy Hearts and Poker. Nice. Oh, oh cool. Good game. All right. Yeah. I have not played that, that one. That was family like, game night for us. Sounds like no. there's a lot of rules. <laughs> no, it's it's pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's See, that's I, why I like it. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I've got I'm pretty sure Elijah and I have got the same answer. I'm pretty sure it's risk. Risk. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Number one <laughs> yeah. is risk. Easily. Yeah. We did uh we did for I don't know, I don't know, probably the better part of a decade. Uh, we would get it together. It was just one game, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's That's how long it takes to play a game properly. <laughs> and it's pointless because every game goes the same, right? It does. <laughs> it does. You think we'd eventually figure no, it out. Nope. But whoever gets Australia eventually wins the game is really the way it goes. Um, Why is it Australia, though? Because there's only one way in and one way out, yeah. so it's easy to defend and you get a constant... It doesn't matter. And the only other... <laughs> which, <laughs> which never made sense to me because it's a freaking island, so there's right. literally infinite ways in. Right. Well, and then, and then of course, the, the other piece of that there is, too, is you're, it, it busts up against Asia, which is impossible to control. No, it doesn't. There's an ocean. Uh, <laughs> another problem with that game. An ocean. There's ocean. No, there's there's it's, no boats, so it's good. In it's, the it's, risk, it's its own continent. In the risk universe. It's not backed up to anything. The entire continent of Australia has 400-foot walls, except for that one part. Well, right. it, you know what? Risk does take place on a flat earth, I think. It, <laughs> oh. it absolutely it absolutely yeah, does. Totally. But Has God, yeah. No, I not. loved... We <laughs> sat up... We would sit up, I don't know how many nights, playing Risk until all freaking hours. All-nighters? Oh, yeah, for sure. That was great. Flat square or rectangular flat, flat, earth. Yeah. Yeah, rectangular. Now, if we go further back, like what's <clears throat> childhood-wise, what's what's it like the most hours on? It would be one called the Gatekeeper. Ooh. Are you the keymaster? You played the VHS and you played along. There's this real nice. creepy guy, and the board was like a graveyard horror type thing, and you you'd move oh, around and like the, you yeah. draw a card. And it's like stop. Play the tape. You'd have to play the tape, and it's this creepy dude with yes. the hood. Yes, that's really yeah, yeah. Oh, man. And then you that. would, like, randomly, and you would have to play it in a dark room, yes, right? And then you would exactly. randomly get that card where you would pull the card, and it would be like, scream as loud as you can, and whoever else freaks out loses their turn or whatever. Yes. That was my favorite card oh, to pull it was because creepy. you'd just be, like, all, like, nonchalant, like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh, man, that game was wow. so great. That's, and that's, like, that's the way back machine. Yeah. I mean, that's like, that is retro. See, if I was going way back, it's Hero Quest. Oh, Hero yeah. Quest. Yeah, that's. That's the granddaddy of them all. That's what got me started <laughs> in my geekdom uh, was Hero Quest and Tolkien. Those were the that did intro like a whole generation into D and D. It did. It absolutely did. So, for, for but me, you couldn't play the uh, you. you couldn't play a gentleman swarthy style class either. For me, it was pretty pretty princess. So, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> speaking of Dungeons and Dragons, of course, Old yes. Spice. Uh, you may have heard, ladies and gentlemen, has uh, created a new playable class <laughs> for Dungeons and Dragons. Called the gentleman. This is so great. I so here's the thing. I do like is your signature. Do you roll twenty to like get two tickets to that thing that you like? Kind of, yeah. (laughs) You have abilities such as catchphrase, yeah, uh, and uh, uh, something dumb. I think is one of your other abilities. Aromas such as bear claw. Right. You you use your swagger points to. uh, You roll a twenty. Do you get like? Do you get like crit good smell? Sort of. Um, And it's the thing. Like I read through the class, and to be clear, I've read through. 
just about every single class there is in fifth edition. He's got a bouquet of flowers on a sword with a handful of puppies Mm -hmm. with top hats. Because he's the gentleman. (laughs) And actually what he's holding there is Cerberus. It's a three-headed puppy. Uh, Uh, Yeah. I love it. So he, yeah, there's the thing. Is I, I read through the whole thing. It actually is a legit class. I don't think it would be overly powerful. Um, no, but probably not. But it, it says that he's a healer, and he heals you with, um, the, with his pleasant scent. Right. Of course yeah. he does. Right. Yeah. So, uh, Long-lasting, too. But he would <laughs> It'll be, last a whole eight-hour game. You can <laughs> instantly summon a horse. Right. <laughs> I'm on a horse. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and players can even turn into an intelligent dog. <laughs> yeah, with sunglasses. Like, I, I love it. I uh, love everything about it. Yeah, Diamonds. No, yeah, it, and it's the thing, it was... It, it does, and it would be like <laughs> if you've got if you were if you've got and like enough people to covering all the basics. Like I've done this with Dungeon Dragons before. Right. Like, or if all you're of doing your, a one shot, you're gonna well, if everybody's already got like all of your basic stuff covered, you don't really need to play <laughs> anything. Then you just right. you could definitely play this. It is a legitimately playable class. Although they got the face wrong, that should be Terry Cruz's face on that. <laughs> it should right. be it Terry Cruz. It should be less face. less Timberlake, more Cruz. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Oh, I love it. So, uh, but yeah, but really, the, the class looks great. Uh, yeah. I play it. I would I'd totally play. It. I kind of want to find this character sheet and play it. You can download it and print it. Yeah, the nice. whole thing. It's a legit. Pack. Love it. And, and what does this say? Like, I mean, Old Spice has some balls. And what does it say about current co- culture, where their viral ad is them creating a D and D class? Yeah. Well, have you seen? Have you seen uh, uh, Arby's and the, uh, Ar- the Arby's commercials? Or, or sorry, they've got the meats. They do have the meats. <laughs> but if you look, they've That's got. What a, I heard. They've got a whole bunch of like geek based advertisements that show up on my Facebook feed on the regular. Like I don't remember any. They just of them made those for you. Um, maybe they, they did. You know they what? They have an, They have actually an owl advertising <laughs> budget. It has worked because seriously, I don't know when it happened, but Arby's is good. Oh, well, at least three months ago, I started hearing this from you. It nice. just—it's weird to me. And that's when they started. Mm. They did. And they're the really effective advertising budget because I went there and I had the sandwich as I was bored and didn't have any other options. And then I've gone back like nine times because it's really pretty goddamn good. Wow. I can't do it. I, no, can't, I can't do it. it. I tried like once oh, recently. Those curly fries I know, with three like, pepper sauce. Oh, oh yeah, go, those I'll fries go for are amazing. Some curly fries. I'll get. I'll get me some curly fries. Like that's fine. But I can't do a roast beef. Sandwich. It's just it's no, no. They got the fresh market sandwiches. It's like whole wheat bread with. Oh, Dude, that brisket this episode noise. brought to you by that brisket Arby's. sandwich. <laughs> that <laughs> brisket they sandwich. They have the gyros, the heroes. Uh, yeah, oh. I think this counts as Al's shameless plug. Sa- well, wait a minute. Well, There's yeah. a difference well, between a hero and a. At least and it's a, not dressed and a, and hero. a hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, is it a sandwich or is it a Greek thing? Because a hero <laughs> is what sandwich ingrates call. It's like a giant flatbread subs. taco. <laughs> or hoagies. Ooh. To be more specific, yeah, because I'm a, from Jersey. Not one of those. It's like a flatbread, like giant flatbread taco looking thing. With the <laughs> you just said ingrates because I'm from Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually I what, realized the irony. It <laughs> was amazing. That's uh, in my statement. Infidels. Right. <laughs> Jersey ingrates. I think it's a thing. That's a thing everybody knows. Yeah, it's the hockey team. <laughs> Jersey, the, yeah, the Jersey ingrates. Yeah, we're, we're familiar. Um, you going to be all right there? The point here is that uh, <laughs> unlike those discerning tastes and sandwiches in the Garden State. <laughs> Listen, we we do we do several things well. We do a lot of things Later. bad. Which uh, one is but your favorite we do sandwich? Several things well. What, what's your famous sandwich? Our famous sandwich? Yeah. 
from What do you mean her famous Jersey? sandwich? Well, I'm just wondering because I feel like you got a hard, hard stance on this hoagie. It's not, it's, hero not, it's not a specific sandwich. Sub- it's just that like Jersey has the most pizza. I mean, like excluding New York City, mm-hmm. New Jersey has like the most pizza shops per square foot. Right. Over the entire state. I like state. Jersey Mike's. Pretty sure, sure. I'm pretty sure Orlando took. You took Get After New York City, out of my face! Oh no, I'm Orlando's Orlando's bar. Okay, listen, stop. Capita. Halt. Wait. Number one, the main problem with Orlando and why you can't make a good sub or a hero—it's the or a water. Hobby. It's the freaking water. Tell that to public. It's all about the water. Oh, you want to talk about? Yeah. You want to? You know what? Me. You know what? It's because they're not using tap water to make their bread. <laughs> Hot takes here on for or it's, or it's like being baked. It's Hot not baked in Florida. Culture. I guarantee you, it's getting shipped in from somewhere else. Oh. Oh, you're no, sh- this is where we all get awkwardly quiet while you rant about <laughs> Jersey water for 20 minutes. <laughs> that Jersey water. I don't know if that's I'm confused by that. Uh, hang on. I've, I've actually got as of, as of 2013. Okay. The number, the states with the largest number of pizza rents, restaurants per capita in the United States. You're disgusting. Uh, is New Hampshire's number one. Followed by Iowa, Rhode Island, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, yep. Delaware, Ohio, West Virginia, then New Jersey. But it really doesn't say anything about the quality of yeah. them. Just well, the, the quantity. Well, New Hampshire, it's like we have 100 pizza restaurants for 1,000 people. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's, that's true. But that's, I mean, that's... I, I neither New York nor Florida is on that. So is, yes, it's yeah, the Florida is not on there. And I if you stand ever, by that New York has the best pizza. If you ever wonder why well, your yeah. Einstein bagels are not really that awesome and you've been to New York or New Jersey or anywhere in the tri-state area, really, and you've had a real bagel from a real bagel shop, now here's what I need to know from one of our New York listeners because I know we have listeners in New York. Where's Where's Durden? Somebody get me Durden. Where is Durden? Uh, he, he's not famous yet, and I think we had a whole thing about hashtag, hashtag make, Durden, make Durden, Durden famous. Oh, I yeah. thought we were talking about Tyler Durden. No, no, no. We <laughs> should. Like, we why should, are we? Oh. Here's we why are we talking like, about Fight Club? You know what we should do? We should do follow up with him. We should contact him. The and first we should do Fight Club is you we don't should. talk about Fight Club. So exactly. here's what I need to know uh, from somebody who's in the New York City area. Yes. Uh, this woman coming up here talking about how Jersey water is as good as New York water. And yeah, that's it's the same freaking water. Do you know how small those states are and how close they are to each other? I'm just, I'm just saying I've never heard a New Yorker talk about It's Jersey's all just getting just dipped out of the Hudson. Like it's that's fine. Exactly uh, what it is. Hashtag Subway Ninja Durden versus uh, Roller Rink Liz. Oh. Ooh. It's just the Hudson through a that giant That boy's Brita. been through so much. Don't make me break him again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. Shots been fired. Uh, you know nothing, Kelsey Rose. She's up in the Manhattan. She is. She in the uh, New York City she, area, right? Bro- Brooklyn. Brooklyn. All right, come on. You know nothing, Kelsey Rose. Uh, hashtag make Durden famous. I'm looking at you two. <gasps> come back and tell Liz whether or not those uh, whether well, that's legit. Oh, man. Are you guys just freaking out because you realize they both live in the same general area? Yeah, we need to get them to meet. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Or incredibly awkward for both of them because they don't we know each other. Set them up on a blind date. No, no, they're no. both in separate relationships. Yeah, I think she's she was in uh, he was engaged, Shh. wasn't he? Yeah, he's, work. Got a, he's got a fiance. Shit, work. He'll fiance. <laughs> so that's what's anyway. uh, yeah. So there. Happy there you go. Valentine's Day for, <laughs> for geek's sake. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's Valentine's Day. Is this Tomorrow, dropping on Valentine's uh, the day? No, it's dropping the day after Valentine's okay. Day. Happy 50% off all the chocolate day, everyone. Yay. Yay. <laughs> That's what I'm looking forward to Up because next. I don't have a Valentine's Day. Oh, can Up I next. just say, um, on Dungeons & Dragons, I have to thank you for getting me in on the all-women Dungeons & Dragons show because ever since then, I have fallen in love with Dungeons & Dragons, fallen down the rabbit hole as far as I can go to where I'm like on a monthly Dungeons and Dragon thing on, and I buy weekly ones. So I'm in two 
games. Welcome. What are you playing? Um, uh, Shackle, sh- something, the pirate one. Okay. Oh, so you're playing different. Ver- you're not playing Dungeons and Dragons, but you're playing tabletop RPGs. Uh oh. What? Okay, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Pathfinder. Yeah. Okay, okay. So there's there's a bunch of different systems. So I'm playing Pathfinder. Right. And um, the the sh- the pirate one, the shackle something in shackles. Sorry That's for okay. my teammates. Um and and I'm playing um something about a dragon. <laughs> but a I don't know a lot. No, that's, no, that's okay. there are actually a lot of dragons in in this one. Like apparently, my like I kind of came in um, after they've already built my character, um, and I kind of just took over because my character was um, someone that normally doesn't get played. At, uh, what do you an call an NPC? An NPC. Thank you. Right. Um, and so I took over. Which stands that for non-playing in, character. Yes, right. thank you. Um, I, I did not really know that. Thank you. Well, <laughs> you're welcome. You're learning. So I'm you're still learning. learning. You're good. You're good. Um, baby steps. That's right. But um, And, you know, occasionally when I go to roll, I have to look at my friend next to me and go, um, what do I do now? <laughs> That's okay. But, well, the thing is, you're, it also sounds like you're bouncing around between different systems. Yes. So yeah, that, will, so that makes it a little bit harder. on the computer. Um, oh, you then, play one play by post? Yeah. All on the computer on... Um, What's that system called? Discord? Uh, or Roll20? No, a Roll20. Okay. I play one on Roll20, and then the other one I play in real life. And so it gets a little confusing between right. the two. IRL, if you will. Uh, so it gets, <laughs> to make it even more confusing is there's different... So when we talk about... I, when I talk about Dungeons & Dragons, I'm specifically referring to Wizards of the Coast, Dungeons & Dragons. Okay. But there is fifth also... Edition. Fifth edition. in particular, which is just sublime. It's just the best word for it. Snob. Sublime. sublime. Oh, it's just it exquisite. I don't care. Judge me all you want. D&D <laughs> snob. I, you're damn right I am. Uh, oh, so you're not playing D&D. But the... No, there's <laughs> other, oh, you're doing other tabletop. There oh, are a lot actually, of other... Actually, that's, uh, that's number three, not number six, because of the unconventional Japanese numbering system. There are a lot of other really good uh, systems out there. Hey. Like Pathfinder. Um... <laughs> But the uh, but it's I, essentially it's the same thing. Right, you're doing the same thing. But but if you're trying to learn the game and you're going to find that there's different rules for different systems, yes, which can make I it more confusing. That. This is much more fun than when everyone was making fun of me last week. Let's continue this. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? Do you the- know what? I want to call that out. I was not making fun last week. I was just genuinely surprised because you are more of a force user than me. <sighs> I was just surprised, and, and you've read the books, and I would I would have assumed that in one of those books the word would have been written down. <laughs> That's maybe all. It's, maybe it's just my Jersey accent. <laughs> you read with an accent? The castle. <laughs> I love it. So at any rate, Let's talk about fire there's lots Thank of you. other, yeah, but there's lots yeah. of other systems out there and there, and uh, lots of them are good at different <laughs> things. Star Wars Edge of the Empire was one that I played that was, that was a lot of fun. Yes. It was just very different, especially if you're a new player, it can be confusing because they're not, it's one of those things where like not all, not all tissues are Kleenex, mm. but we, most people refer to it, just we kind of refer to them all as a blanket term. It's the same thing. Sure. Um, and actually one of the ones, uh, Travis Ray Harden, actually one of our, uh, guests and longtime listeners actually was playing one called Blades in the Dark, um, Ooh. which is, a really interesting system that he sent over a bunch of information and it's a uh, uh, if you're more concerned with the storytelling aspect and not as concerned with the with the um, with the combat side blades in the dark is this really interesting thing where you work together as a bunch of criminals trying to bring your criminal enterprise and beat out all the other criminal enterprises right so um that part, I think, well, I mean, there's a lot of really good ones out there. But so, what are you, you're playing characters that you're really enjoying? Could it be uh, yeah. Skull and Shackles? Skull and Shackles. That's there what it is. Go. That's the one I play on Roll20. Thank you. You're very welcome. <laughs> and, and my character's name is Dick. 
awesome. So he's basically the um, Aquaman. Okay. Is how we how Sullivan and I designed him. So he's in the water and swimming around and taking all the taking care of himself. Yeah, always been he's, a dick. he's an aquatic druid. So, oh. yeah. Does ninety five percent of the campaign take place on dry land though? Uh, no, Ooh. most of it does is is on a, a pirate ship. Because well, that happens that to me. Out. I'm like, I'm gonna make an awesome. So is your character just like swimming <laughs> alongside the ship? Like, okay. oh no, yeah. no, I mean he's Talking a great fish. swimmer, but I mean he actually, I designed him to be a um, surgeon slash um, boat repair guy. Sure. Um, All right. But yet he hasn't been able to do that yet because the, the captain hasn't placed him. So mostly he swabs the deck. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> They're not always exciting days uh, no. in D&D. And right now we're gaming. stuck on Whore Island where so there how, is tons of uh, things trying to attack us. How does Dick feel about tattoos <laughs> being half doctor, half shipment? I'm not allowed to say that. I'm That's so true. sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just like... Biting back all of the jokes that I want to make that I probably shouldn't. <laughs> oh, there are tons of jokes about that. Um, but it's monsters attacking us a lot on this particular island. Um, okay, wait. So it was, it was wait, tons of fun. Wait, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. I really uh. don't. But I have to I have to put my toe in because I have to ask. Are the monsters whores? <laughs> um, there were uh, lady... Whore monsters. There were prostitutes. There were prostitutes that became um, that turned into monsters. Ghost. Oh, became ghosts. Characters. Ghost whores. Okay, so these are the ghosts of the the prostitutes. So are they the monsters that are attacking you? Uh, They were one of the monsters that were attacking us, which is how the island got its name. Were the first ones that attacked us? Were the the rest of them like displeased Johns, Um, or what's the toads (laughs) and scary creatures under? the water, like, okay. there's all sorts, like, <laughs> I died several times. They, I'm so, I still am so confused, but we're gonna go down a rabbit yeah, hole that we can't recover from. So, if you ever I, have a d and go ahead session, and, I'm I will gonna, come back and explain all. I'm gonna go ahead and say right now that the episode title probably isn't gonna be stuck on Whore Island. No, no, it also will not be stuck on Whore Island. <laughs> I have this vision now of Jack Sparrow, like, <laughs> with a prostitute, and all of a sudden she just... <laughs> Turns into a ghost and just aspirates. Uh, Why is all the whore's gone? And he just has that look. Why are the whores always gone? <laughs> the point is, I'm having great fun. That's Our done. campaigns That's are amazing. <laughs> um, I have a, a great group of people that I play with, so it's, uh, it's great. Awesome. <laughs> Well, uh, speaking of uh, of uh, uh, prostitutes, yeah, yeah, um, we there got. You go. I'm so excited. Great for this. segue. I'm the, thank you. I was proud of that one. Al, before uh, we talk about these Firefly books, I have one question for you. Going, how is she going to blow up my spot? Right. Like that? Look at me. She just gave away your headline. Yeah. Your build up. Yeah. I'm trying to set him up for something wah, here, and wah. you guys are ruining it. I was just going to ask you one simple question. Uh huh. Am I pretty? <laughs> yes. You're pretty. <laughs> oh, you didn't do the whole thing. Oh. Al. No, it's, it's, the, the line is, do you think I'm pretty? Do you think I'm pretty? Uh, were I unwed, I would take you in a manly fashion. Aww. Because I'm pretty? Because you're pretty. There you go. That was, that was I did that for you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Not talking about your thing. Sorry, uh, for, sorry for deflating your buildup. That's all right. I, uh, <laughs> deflating my buildup. Name of your sex tape. Um, <laughs> name of this episode. <laughs> the... <laughs> I'm trying to be good, and y'all are just not. I'm trying to keep this stuff in line here. <laughs> so uh, they have announced a series of books uh, based on the Firefly universe that are going to be considered canon, 
And that is the important part. Uh, Firefly, Firefly canon itself is expanding with the series of original books. And uh, they've got three that are currently officially kind of announced. Um, and they are going to be basically involving the Firefly crew. What I cannot figure out right now is what they're doing about the movie. Um, and whether or not, uh, uh, I guess spoilers, Book and Wash <laughs> are still dead. Um, or if they're going to go back and undo that part. Ten years later. Um, or if it's a prequel or it could be. Right. I mean, there's between the series and the movie. Exactly. So I don't know where they're trying to do this piece here. Um, I also think that they're that what they they're the background that they chose for Shepard book is not right. That's not his real background. Uh, um, they did mean? the comic book where they the graphic novel, I guess, whatever it's where they where they walked you through how Shepard book came to be. Oh, uh, but it's wrong. So um, did Josh Whedon. Josh. Uh, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Two S's. No H. It's okay. That's all right. Much like for geek's sake. Exactly. Um, it, was he co-writer? Did he write? Uh, he has served as uh, advisor, basically. Okay. Um, so there's three books coming out. First one is Firefly, Big Damn Hero, coming out in October of 18. Uh, Captain Malcolm Reynolds finds himself in a dangerous situation for being kidnapped by a bunch of embittered veteran browncoats. Uh, and then there's one called The Magnificent Nine. Uh, Jane receives a distress call from his ex. That leads the Trinity, the Trinity crew to danger on a desert moon. Of course he does. Uh, right. <laughs> Jane, he's so funny. And the last one actually looks really interesting, Firefly Generations. The discovery of the location of one of the legendary arc ships that brought humans from Earth to the verse promises staggering salvage potential, but at what cost? Ba-ba-bum. River Tam thinks she might know. Um, so aside from the really cheesy line there at the end, right. um, it was, uh, but at what cost? But the idea of exploring the, the, in the world, <laughs> in a verse. The, but the idea of exploring, the, you know, they talked about Earth that was uh, a lot, but they've never gone through a whole lot of those details. And to explore kind of the origins of the Firefly universe would be a pretty interesting piece to go through. And why they're good guys and the other guys are the bad guys. They never really quite explain that either. Uh, which guys are who? What? Yes, they have. What, which one are you talking about? What are you talking about, Willis? There's never any proof that these are the good guys. Oh, these guys aren't good guys. Well, they're not. They're like anti-heroes. Right. They're not good but guys. Like, yeah, I guess there's nobody well, when, that's good in that universe. When Joss Whedon, no, when, when, when you've, if Joss Whedon has said in interviews <gasps> that his whole, the whole premise for this is uh, assuming, assume the, as you think about Star Wars, assume the Empire won. Mm-hmm. Assume the Millennium Falcon, you know, uh, goes out to the outer rim and struggles to find, to find struggles to live. Now, instead of a Wookiee, You've got a badass uh, female co- uh, co-pilot, or you know, whatever, and you kind right. of add in the rest of the crew. Like that's that's the whole premise there. So yeah. if if the Empire wins, Han Solo doesn't have his whole redemption arc and doesn't become a good guy and becomes a much more complicated and nuanced character. Mm-hmm. That's not a dig at Han Solo. I love that character, but this one tells a different story. Mm. Sure. So. Um, and an amazing one. Is that one of the reasons why you love Firefly so much? I always love any Han Solo rogue type. Ca- I always love those characters. And my favorite of them. Oh, no, I don't. I can't Ooh. say that. Oh, nope. go nope. continue. In Episode 150, w- random yeah. question. What's your favorite? Whatever you were just about to say. <laughs> <laughs> so favorite rogue antihero. Ro- do it. Do it. Do the rogue it. Arch- here's the deal. It's a, here's the problem. In Star Wars, it goes Lando and then Han. I like Lando more than Han, but you're talking about like, I mean, they're both amazing. You're just talking about the difference between just, they're both amazing. Right. Right. We get it. But smooth black guy wins every time. I just, his hands down, just the way he, it's just awesome. So, um, but I, 
the thing is in Firefly, while I, I uh, uh, identify so much with Malcolm Reynolds, I have no real cause to. I just think I want to identify with him. So I kind of force myself to try to fake identifying with him. <laughs> is probably the more accurate way to put that. Uh-huh. But, he's oh. still like my, but he's still my third favorite character on the show. Third favorite. Third favorite. Oh. Oh, yeah. Book and, book and Wash both, I mean, for, without, a, without a hesitation. Um, yeah, point them out to me. So Book is the black guy in the back cor- right-hand corner the there, if you're looking at him. Typical Al. The priest, yep. Yeah. And then uh, Wash is played by Alan Tudyk, who's the, he's the pilot, uh, and his whole thing, like, he's the pilot. He's married to, the see red, if this. The redhead, right? No, he's married to the no? to yes. the strong black woman. Yeah. He is the redhead. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. the redhead. Alan yes. Tudyk is the redhead. Is, what's is the redhead. from A Knight's Tale. And, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so, Alan Tudyk. It's Steve the Pirate. Yes. Yeah. So uh, those two are my favorite. I like, you've got in Shepherd Book, you've got this preacher. <laughs> Steve the Pirate. Scurvy. <laughs> and in Shepherd Book, you've got a preacher man who has a mysterious past and is really good with explosive and firearms, uh-huh. which, yes. And then in Alan Tudyk's and, and Wash, you've got an amazing pilot who's married to a warrior woman that he, and he's not a warrior, he's a wimp. Oh, he's He such is a wimp. the wimpy, like, he is the, in a fight, he is the first one to go down. You probably um, relate always, more to him than well, I always thought that he, <laughs> I always thought that he just was uh, um, Fry from Futurama. Like in yeah. human form, yeah. you know, yeah, a little bit. And, he's, he's and an, his wife is kind of Leela, yeah, right. Oh, well, like, he's yeah, he's yeah, married this incredibly strong, powerful woman, and the ship is even similar. <laughs> it is a little bit. That's the thing. So like the that's I love those characters. Those are my favorites. Um, I've got a lot. There's not a character on there I don't like though. Just mind blown completely. Yeah. See? So see who would who would win in a fight, Han Solo or Malcolm Reynolds? Ooh. <laughs> Depends on celebrity death match. Oh my Han, god! <laughs> Han v Malcolm. I don't think they. Well, Han would shoot first, so no. So would. Oh so would, no, 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 yeah. it, But so would Malcolm Reynolds. And oh, so they would just kill each other. Yeah, I think they both. Would I, think, I think Han would shoot while Malcolm was saying something snarky. Han says plenty of snarky shit too after he shoots. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's. I don't know. See, there's a. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who is going to fight between the two. Two of them. things. I think it means. I think it really comes down to. Uh, uh, it really comes down to why. It's going to come down to. Whoever's got the nobler cause is going to is going to win. I yeah. love you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just saying. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Uh, Anyway, so the books are coming out. Shiny. I am. I am going to tell you right now. Just going to call this right up front. These are not going to be great books. Uh, Aww. It's so hopeful. There's just yeah, at least your books are canon. Uh, I still will read. <laughs> I will. I will buy and read every single one of these things, without apology. They're not going to be great. Um, and then you're going to hear about them constantly for like mm-hmm. a year and a half. Hey, my shameless plug is that's those. true. That's <laughs> yeah, true. It's absolutely true. And when they sell. Five million book copies. Then they'll reboot the series with different characters, and it'll be god awful. Oh. Yeah. Well, now I'm depressed. Isn't yeah, it fun getting older, Al? Speaking and of all the being depressed, get turned into horrible things like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Firefly. <laughs> we're gonna call that the uh, TMNT syndrome. Apparently, this is Al's existential dread episode. Thank, thanks. 150 <laughs> times I did this, huh? <laughs> 150. No. Well, you were gone for a couple of them. That's true. At least like 20. 
So, uh, <laughs> speaking of people who are having a bad day, uh, is it Zack Snyder? My man, Zack Snyder. Ooh. So, I was, mean, is it like, is you're it, claiming him? He's, no. your man? He's yours. He's yours now. You no. can have that. Done. Call. Take no. it. It's no. yours. My fault. My bad. <laughs> Don't feed him after midnight or get him wet. <laughs> <laughs> nope. The, so, Zack Snyder, rumors were started to surface that uh, Zack Snyder was not, in fact, uh, he goes, so Zack Snyder officially left the Justice League. <laughs> Uh, due to the tragic loss the of move, his daughter. The movie. It's not like he was like part of the He justice. was not. <laughs> he was not. <laughs> Him, Cyborg, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Uh, so no. he, he did. Okay. But so he did. But his, he had tragedy. There was a yes. tragedy in his life. He, his, yeah. he lost his daughter. And so they, mm. whatever. And uh, so that was a little, right around a year ago. Um, right? Is that about a year ago? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so the news leaked out earlier this week or maybe last week. Rumors were circulating that he was not as much uh, he didn't as much choose to leave as he was uh, uh, fired, so there was a lot of speculation. We I didn't bother giving any credence to it because if we reported every rumor that came through, this is all we would do. Right, sure. uh, and we're a legitimate news source <laughs> for geek stuff. Here's the thing: I think I think we're we'll gonna pause again. Most surprising thing about for geek's sake for me uh-huh. is that at some point we became a legitimate news source. For very like, specific like 12 people, for very specific geek related stuff, uh-huh. I think we. I mean, we cover stuff before a lot of other real outlets. Yeah, yeah, and we provide. Yeah, a much more we just don't do any actual journalism. We just editorialize. Yeah, sure. Well, we perform. Let me tell you what. Right now, oh I, no, are we like a ra- Are we like the nerd rag mag? No, no, that's the thing. We actually like have thoughtful conversations <laughs> and research things before we report on them. Fair. Yeah. Fair point. I think it was probably research. The, we actually <laughs> like. Here's the thing. I'm no, con- I'm, I'm, I'm as surprised as anyone when I started this. I did so not. what was well, okay? Episode 150. We're gonna break away from this for a minute because oh. this is what we're doing. Al, what was your vision when you first started the podcast? Ooh, good question. Uh, I wanted to get rich doing podcasts. I'm kidding. That's a stupid idea. <laughs> Don't ever think you're gonna get rich doing podcasts. Um, I wanted. Uh, I wanted. I wanted an outlet. I had been doing podcasts before. Did some stuff with the End Radio Network, uh, and had done one on. Uh, it's called the Irreverent Podcast. Actually, now it's the Irreverent. I think it's just called the Irreverent now. Just Irreverent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'd actually done the Irreverent Podcast back before all of that, back in probably 2009 or so. Mm-hmm. And we did a couple hundred episodes, and it was fun. We had a good time, but the topic was very limited, and I couldn't see getting a full show out of that. It was all controversial takes on religion, which the tap runs a little dry after a little oh, while. What? Well, oh, honey, I'm Catholic. I could talk about that shit for years. Well, and here's the thing. <laughs> Without <laughs> repeating and... and, and right, because right, you eventually beat the, de- you beat, you beat the dead horse. Like, yeah. we're talking about the same... Yeah, We're talking about the same things over and over and over again, and we wanted... And so eventually I was like, I think I've said everything I had to say here. So I stepped away from it. It then came back... Uh, I came back around a little while later. I was working with the same guy, Jose Zwayne, who's awesome, in Radio Network, the end... Radio Network.com, or the end.com. The end mm-hmm. FM. The end FM, that was right. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I like the guy a whole lot. So we went back. We did a couple more, and we did it again. Uh, but we had some differences as far as formatting are concerned. So he says, "Well, what else would you like to do?" And I said, "Well, I mean, geek is really where my heart is." So uh, we started with the. Uh, so we went geek with it. So at the time, I just wanted an opportunity to, and I think it's what we have done really well. I wanted an opportunity to do a, a, a geek podcast that did two main things. One that gave it a uh, a female vo- it put a female voice on there, not an exclusively female voice because those existed, mm-hmm. but one that actually had like a male and a female on the show together as equals. 
that I, I still haven't found another show that does that aside from, I guess, maybe like Nerdist or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But the other thing that I wanted is I wanted something that was very accessible for new geeks because mm-hmm. uh, hardcore nerds have already got a bunch of hardcore nerd stuff all over the place here. But you take somebody like like uh, like Sarah here who, you know, has got some geek and enjoys geek stuff, but there's not a whole lot of things that are targeted to her. Yeah. So right. I wanted to do something that targeted folks that like that, which is why, you know, one of our, our big examples that we talk about when we're talking about the show and we talk about how we're doing, you know, we use Hoth as an example. Hoth being the ice planet from Star Wars, but we don't expect anybody to know that Hoth is the ice planet from Star Wars. It's our job to let you know mm-hmm. Hoth is the ice planet from Star Wars. It's your job to let people know what the Kessel Run is. Yeah. Exactly. And, and without being... <laughs> without, without being condescending. I was yeah, just, I, I was just genuinely surprised. You embarrassed me because I'm... Oh, I don't even miss- start. You guys have been... You guys pick on me on the goddamn regular. But you're the straight guy. You're the host. Like, you know, that's... I that's am the not gig. that straight. My culture Wait, proves we're, that. we're talking about... Yeah. Can that be the title of the show? <laughs> Al is not Al that straight. Al is not that straight. <laughs> that's not even a title. That's just... That's not even news. That's just like a... <laughs> that's just his Tinder tag. That's just... <laughs> Oh. oh my. It's his relationship status. <laughs> okay, follow-up question. Uh-huh. Um, how did you come up with For Geeks Sake and what were some other uh titles oh, in the works? We had some terrible names. <laughs> I don't remember. I think but I think for Geek's sake was Danielle. Wasn't didn't Danielle? I think yeah. Danielle was the one who came up with that with that name. I know she designed our logo, the same logo you see now. Danielle designed that. It's kind of a problem because she designed it and then like took like a on, on the on her computer and then did like a like a, a, a snippet of it. You know, she grabbed like the picture of it. So we don't actually have that font or that color officially anywhere. Oh, no. There's a bunch of us just trying to guess. I just like, do my best, right? <laughs> but we I did my best. We just we never had it. So that was that part was. But I think. But we had. Just some. T- I don't remember any of the terrible like names that we age had. Age of the Geek. Yeah, that the was problem is. Oh, uh, that, that uh, was the that was the the leading. That was the leading. Yeah, choice. That's right. But it was already taken. Yes. Mm. Uh. So that was and that came out of Leverage. Uh, if you don't, I don't know if you remember the show Leverage. It was on TNT. It was about um, a bunch of bad guys that go to be good guys. Whatever. The point is, they had one of their one of their characters was a hacker, like a hacker, a grifter, a hitter, and a cat burglar or a thief or whatever. Um, and a mastermind, funny. and they went back, and they would—they were all criminals, but they decided to start doing good together. So, um, like a really—I don't know—super modern take on the A Team or something. Without yeah, with right. anyway, but the one of the characters was the, the the black guy was the hacker, and he would do the stuff. And one of his taglines was "It's the age of the geek, baby." And um, so, yeah, yeah. And then, like a lot of news, you're just like, "Well, uh, for fuck's sake." Like, yeah, that's, that's how it goes down. Yeah, and it was like, well, you know, we'll just do geek stuff with that sort of idea. Uh, right. For geek's sake. <laughs> for geek's sake. Yeah. I think that was Danielle. Okay. It may actually have been. It may have actually been uh, Dan Wayne. I think Dan Wayne may have been the one who came up with that, but I'm pretty sure it was Danielle. Uh, don't don't give Dan Wayne credit. <laughs> okay, let's let's stick with Danielle. That, I'm pretty that, sure it was Danielle. Yeah, yeah. Could have been I, Dan Cage. No, maybe Dan Kent, but definitely not Dan Cage. Okay. Uh, anyway, mm. so the, but back to this piece here. So now it looks like Snyder was fired. Uh, we actually found out the bitchiest way possible. Um, <laughs> the, there was a guy, there was a one rumor surface and then it was confirmed by a separate guy who was getting out of the industry completely. Oh, he just like on his way out, like the shade just, he just came out and was like, by the way, boom, 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 dropped some bombs and walked out. Nice. Uh, and just the bitchiest way. 
So, so he like Snowdened the whole thing is what you're saying? <laughs> kind of, yeah. yeah. Like, boom, here's all this information. I'm defecting. <laughs> exactly. And he said that apparently uh, at least two people told him that the uh, first rough cut of the uh, Snyder version was a rough was cut. unwatchable. Exact quote, unwatchable. Well, I heard that Snyder took all the women out, so. (laughs) You couldn't tell. It was was so dark. You really couldn't tell if there were (laughs) men, women, animals. It just all was like. I mean, I mean. There was only three of them anyway. Jason Momoa's hair is very long. In the dark, it's very confusing. There you go. go. Uh, We're plowing through here, guys. I told you, three hours of content. I got more. We're not done. But wait. There's more. There's so much more. Oh, there's, there's not that much more. Calm down. Uh, so Mayfair Games, best known for bringing us Catan. Catan, yep. Settlers of. Catan, comma, Settlers of. Yeah. And Cones of. And, and Cones of. <laughs> Every version of Catan and then a bunch of other games that... <laughs> Wait, what was, the, yeah. what was the real game called in... Parks and Rec. Cones of Dunshire. That's thank you. Yeah. Cones of Dunshire. What's up? I just say Cones of Catan. Cones of Catan. I actually tried to look this company up, and the only thing it talked about was Catan. Mayfair like, Games. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing else to talk about. With like, I was like, what else do they do? They've got to do more than that, right? Oh, no, they, just Catan. Yep. Th- that's all we did. No that's, wonder they're that's, going yeah. away. Well, but we, but you can't, you cannot understate. <laughs> How big Catan has been for sure. board games. I personally I mean, have not played it, so I think we should make that an episode. Because um, I have also not played it. Oh, we should play Settlers of Catan. I we hear should. it's wicked long, though. No, 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 it's not that bad. Okay. And then we should also. Well, because you know what, no, I should no. say my sorry, my view on these things is skewed. So my definition of a long board game is very different. I think. Didn't you play? Didn't you want one that lasts for like thirteen hours? Fourteen oh. to sixteen. I don't want anything to last for fourteen. No. hours. I've got a hard thirty-minute limit on a board game. Yeah, <laughs> Catan's 30, 40, 30 to forty-five. Oh, yeah. that yeah. I can handle. Thirty minutes. I'm out. Yeah, that's <laughs> the uh, so. I mean, if it goes longer than four hours, you should t- call a doctor anyway. <laughs> so Mayfair Games made Settlers of Catan, and that's about it. Uh, but today. they also, but I mean, this game is the this one. I think, and I think Ticket to Ride. It's one of the great gateways. Oh, now Ticket yeah. to Ride, I I played. They made that one. No, no. that was different. But oh. those two games are responsible for what well, you were kind of like the golden age of board games at this point. I was excited. I'm like, no. oh, I know something I else know. they do. No, afraid not. <laughs> Uh, the part that's kind of weird, though, is that it's got picked up by a board game company called Asmodi, uh, and Asmodi is quickly becoming, I would say... Asmodee? Asmodee. Oh, I'm sorry. I think it's Asmodee. It yeah. is Asmodee. That's embarrassing. And there's no accent mark, though. And there's no. two E's. Yes. I, can, I can see how you would be confused. Yeah, well, I, yes. I'm not, used to, I'm not used to hearing it out loud, but uh, the second he said it out loud, that's the way it's proper. It's supposed to be pronounced. It's, 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 this, um, are, are we back to like a Sarah-ah? So raw. So raw. So raw. So well, luckily, raw. luckily, they have a division apparently called Lookout Games. So well, which is so much easier to pronounce. <laughs> Asmodee nice. is uh, Asmodee is quickly becoming Lookout Games. Asmodee is quickly becoming a problem, and that they are just gobbling up every other small independent board game publisher and becoming a bit of a behemoth. Ooh. They also are distributing. Would you say they're becoming a monopoly? Oh, yeah, I think we're getting close to it. <laughs> so the. Um, <laughs> Well, it's one of those things, you know, as an industry is growing, you know, and there's a lot of small independent people struggling. They may be doing well at Poplar, but they're just not financially, you know, succeeding like they would like to. Mm. It leaves the chance for that that one company that is doing well, not just doing well, but is having great financial success. They got the bean counters. They got the corporate backing to just buy them all up. And that's what's happening. Yep, it happened. And so they've got they've got overseas uh, and even even for games that are not Asmodee, 
they're, they've got uh, distribution rights for a lot of other ones, including Fantasy Flight games. Now, Fantasy Flight owns a lot. Uh, so, like, the X-Wings Miniatures game is in there. Uh, uh, God, I mean, so... I, they even distribute Magic the Gathering overseas. Right, for, along with Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. Asmodee did? Asmodee yes. does. They Do. have also done Cashing Guns, yep. which yep. is tons of fun. Yep. That I have played. Love that game. Cashing Guns is a lot of fun. I think Asmodee has just gotten... It's getting to the point... It's not a problem. I wouldn't say it's a problem yet. I mean, Fantasy Flight... Games is a huge, huge, huge uh, one and of themselves. So it's not like Asmodee is the only one up there. Sure. But, you know, as these things tend to consolidate, uh, it usually gets worse for the board game industry as a whole. Prices go up. Availability goes down. Yep. Unique items. Things. But you know what the big, but the big uh, counterbalance to all of that is Kickstarter. Uh, yep. Because there are still no more new board games coming out by independent folks on board on Kickstarter every single day. So. Little known fact, Kickstarter, the number one grossing item still on Kickstarter. Of history and every year is board games. Yep. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah. There's more board game stuff happening on Kickstarter like, than anything else. There's, uh, honestly, there's like 20, 25 every month that rolls off that's of Kickstarter. Awesome. Yeah. So I think that's your big, that's your big counterbalance. Hey, now, if, you don't, if you guys uh, want to create a board game and you don't know how, you should contact our friends over at the Indie Gaming Alliance. Indie they Game Alliance? They can help you yeah. get that all started. We got to get, we, I think we need to get that guy back. We got to get Matt, we got to get Matt back in we here. We got Matt back on the show. Uh, so that's what happens with Mayfair Games. So Catan's going, not bye-bye. It's just kind of gobbled up. So there you go. Okay. Does that take us to uh, Black Panther? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It does. So here's what's going to happen here. So next week we are covering Black Panther. Sweet. Um, this week we are going to give you guys a quick primer. So if everything goes according to plan, and it will not, uh, Dan's going to give us a run through of the major characters and what to what you should know walking into it. And then he's actually put together what looks like a lot of work uh, to put together this really nice, really succinct slideshow that gives a whole lot of these details that hopefully gets to Facebook. So you can grab that uh, to kind of look through and review yourself. If not, let's blame, I think, Liz for that, right? Blame Liz no, and no. skip forward one hour from right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Another hour? Well, and, and if you're watching on YouTube, we'll have all of the slides yeah, on, the, that's on the video, too. That's so true. Somebody order more tacos. You can just go to YouTube and skip YouTube to an hour and 25 minutes. Magic. All right, go. All right, so uh, the idea here, we, we wanted to cover Black Panther a little bit differently than we have some of our other uh, Marvel outings because this is a big cast with a lot of characters in it that a lot of people are not as familiar with. Unless you've read specifically Black Panther comics, um, you're not going to know a lot of these. And, and I, I, I'm not that familiar with most of them myself, but I did some research. So right. here we go. Hey. Uh, Black Panther, um, we obviously met in Civil War um, in the MCU, mm -hmm. but he has actually been around since July of 1966 in the comics, created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, uh, as most of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right. I'd say. Um, most of the Marvel period, just most of Marvel. Yeah, and the the uh, title of Black Panther is passed down through the generations. Um, he is the king of Wakanda. Um, the current Black Panther is T'Challa. His father, T'Chaka, we saw uh, assassinated in uh, Civil War. Mm -hmm. um, in the comics, he's been a member of a lot of different teams after coming out of hiding in Wakanda. Uh, he was part of the Fantastic Four, the Avengers, the Defenders, the Fantastic Force, the Illuminati, and the Ultimates. Um, I mostly know him from the Avengers and Illuminati, uh, pretty much from the stuff that I've read. 
the Illuminati is basically a group of the most uh, intelligent people in the 616 universe. Okay. So it's like a secret society thing. Him, uh, Xavier, Reed Richards. Hank Pym, Tony Stark. Right. Those kind of guys. Um, but uh, he's got your, your standard uh, tracking and hunting skills, um, hand-to-hand combat. He, uh, the version that we're going to see in this movie is apparently where his, his uh, costume or his uniform is made out of um, vibranium uh, microbots. Ooh. Ah, that's why we see the the uh, golden jaguar. I believe they're calling him uh, when Killmonger takes on the suit, and you see his regular clothes kind of dissolve and turn into the suit. It's because they're little microbots. So uh, that's your basic intro there. Like I said, um, we've got uh, for characters, obviously uh, T'Challa, the king of Wakanda. Um, he has to go through a bunch of a series of tests, kind of Herculean. Uh, tasks to officially become the Black Panther, um, which culminates in him eating the heart-shaped herb that gives him enhanced abilities. Kind of, it's it's like a natural super soldier serum kind of thing. <coughs> um, is, the, is the leaf shaped like a heart? Like it's it looks kind of like a like a, a if a carrot came out of the ground, kind of sh- heart shaped or a okay. potato or something like that. Heart shaped potato, I like yeah. that. Or it ginger w- root, kind of like a ginger. That's what root. I want for ho- yeah. for Halloween. <laughs> I mean, Day. also for That's Halloween, really nice. it's a heart shaped yeah. potato. So next up, we have uh, his mom, played by Angela Bassett, uh, Ramonda, and she is um, basically one of his top advisors. She's always kind of present in the comic books, and we've seen her in uh, a few different shots in the trailers. And it looks like she's going to be maintaining that role as top advisor. See, Angela we're, Bassett. We're burn through these. It, it, Angela Bassett looks amazing. By right, the way, this yeah. is an incredible. This is an incredible cast. Yeah. Yes, and I've put the side by sides because some of the characters they've actually done a really great job of making them look just like in the comic books, and some of them they have really adapted uh, for a more modern, yeah, kind of take on. I it. love the white dreads. Yeah. yeah. It's oh yeah. So cool. Absolutely. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Latita Wright as Sheree. Uh, Sheree oh. uh, is uh, T'Challa's younger sister. She is the smartest person in the MCU, apparently, at this point. So uh, in the 616, she's one of the top you know, smartest people. But in the MCU, they're saying she's like smarter than Tony Stark or anybody we've seen. I have a question. Yeah. Um, is that... That the comic book version that you have sitting there on the left hand side, uh-huh. that's supposed to be a sixteen year old girl. Um, I believe at that point she might have be be aged past that a little bit. She's just the younger sister. Okay. In the movie, she's gonna be sixteen. Does she have internal organs? <laughs> I can't confirm or deny. Okay, I don't know because as I look at that image, that well, and in that image, that's when she took over the role of Black Panther. Um, I believe that's when T'Challa was. Um, Taking care of Hell's Kitchen as the uh, uh, daredevil. Okay. In, mm. a, in the brief run. So does Black Panther not need intestines? <laughs> I'm just, look at that picture and tell me that that poor person is not missing. It's just because comics. It's a skin I know. tight suit. It's, I mean, and also she doesn't have ribs because who needs those? Those are There's no right. ribs. It's a seven inch waist. It's that is, totally normal. That is, that's weird. That was yeah. distracting. Yeah. Uh, that just, anyway, but so I think, so this character, I think Shuri is one of the ones to watch in this movie. Yeah. Um, because as they have, uh, as, as you look around and you look at the characters, 
Um, uh, I think Shuri's going to be one of the ones that's going to be really groundbreaking for a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have you have a young black female who is also the smartest person in the MCU. That is some intelligent marketing uh, mm-hmm. on Marvel's part, just to go ahead and really push this forward. And the bits and pieces that we've seen from her so far, uh, just the, I mean, it's just tiny bits in the trailers, look incredibly promising. So, um, and I'm a, right now. Marvel, I swear to God, if you don't come up with a Sherry action figure, I swear to God, I'm going to found the country oh, of they Wakanda. And She's just... got those panther-shaped fistigons, basically, right. like we saw from the runaways. Right. Um, and, and she's basically the head of technology in Wakanda, which is the most advanced technological society on the planet. She's their, their top inventor at this point. And she had better have her own goddamn action figure. Yeah. I mean, we weren't going to get a Ray action figure, so... <laughs> there is some Ray stuff there's though. Plenty there's plenty of Ray stuff. No, we it's did. Black we Widow did. that we just we did. Did. it took a little while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, all right. Up next, I never know how to pronounce this guy's last name. Um, uh, Wakabi. No. Oh. That's Daniel, not his character's name. Uh, Kaluya. I think it's Kaluya. Oh, he's he's yeah. the guy from Get Out. Yeah, I would go oh, with Kaluya. Okay. Yeah, he's playing uh, the best friend and confidant of uh, T'Challa uh, Wakabi. Um, and he is the leader of the border tribe. So like when people are trying to get into Wakanda, they're the first line of defense. Mm. So we'll be seeing uh, Does, quite a bit of him. Do you think he tells people to get out uh, of Wakanda? Because he was in the movie called Get Out. It was really good. Uh, Next. Eli, cut to, cut to Elf. Oh, did, no. you, did you get that? <laughs> we're done. And, and also, we're, we're done. Uh, Wakabi is one of the more, uh, uh, one of the bigger changes that they've got visually from yeah. the movie. You yeah. Know, the, the look because, is completely different. Right. That's because real people have chins and jawlines, and this guy does not. Well, he's <laughs> wearing a thing. It's just like, he looks like his, chunk, his cheeks have sunken into his head. And then the other biggest uh, departure he's is Forrest Whitaker as uh, Zuri. Yeah, Forrest Whitaker does not look like that guy. Zuri. He does not have all those abs. Yeah, if you're that not looking... like a 14 pack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy's like a 17 abs. And I believe those legs are just covered in tumors. I can't be <laughs> yeah, certain. Yeah, those are muscles. Uh, like, you need to go see a yeah, doctor. He has more <laughs> muscles in his legs than I have in my body. <laughs> yeah, that's just weird. And he's being played by Forrest Whitaker. Um, right, that hard body. Right. Yeah, uh, but he's going to be an elder statesman. He is the one that's in charge of, like, taking care of the heart-shaped herb and, and cultivating it and all that. Um, he is going to serve kind of as the Obi-Wan Kenobi of this universe. Ah, okay. Okay. So. I, I like Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, I love and I like him in that kind of role. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Oh, no, I think he'll do great. No, he will. Legitimately, yeah. be just fine. Don't You don't need the nine-pack, uh, uh, no. Forrest. Uh, no, 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 no. Don't let him get you. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Denia Gurria. Gurria? I'm terrible with these names. Oh. I don't know. As Okoye. Um, and she is a member of the uh, Dormelage, and she's also the head of intelligence for Wakanda. So she was the one in Civil War who has the yes. very brief face-off with Black Widow. Okay. Where you're like, yeah, I want to see that fight. Yeah. Yeah. Th- that's her. Yeah, she's a badass. The Dormelage, by the way, are the secret service for, the, uh, for Wakanda. It's an all-female uh, fighting force. They all wear the traditional garb and have the, the shaved heads, and they are badass warrior women. Now, is that similar to the all guard of the, I don't, I don't remember the name, but the, the girls at Asgard? Oh, the Valkyries. Valkyries, thank you. Sort of. This is a little bit of a different creature. Uh, okay. The Valkyries yeah. are more like the Amazons from DC. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm sad that the comic book character has a sword, but then she has a spear in the movie. 
Maybe she, they were just trying she, to get. She's gonna have plenty of weapons. I was just saying, maybe they're just trying to get away from the whole Michonne thing. Could oh be. yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, she played Michonne. Yeah. yeah. And next up, we've got Lapita Nyong'o, everybody's favorite, as uh, Nakia. And she is going to be kind of a, uh, she's also part of the, the Dormelage, but she's also a spy. Um, she's kind of the eyes and ears for Wakanda out in the world. So she'll be bringing back intelligence and doing that sort of thing. What are those weapons that she has? Those look those super cool. Badass sword rings. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what they're called. Those but things they're awesome. are, I don't know what they're called either, but those are amazing. Right? And terrifying. <laughs> that would I would kill myself uh, trying to like, <laughs> trying think, to like we, we not, look really cool while you have right, you, like, you, know, you hit yourself in the face with the nunchucks and it just hurts and you're embarrassed. I would decapitate myself with those things <laughs> with the sword, <laughs> sword rings. That that's not going to be in the comics. Uh, Nikki is more of the Dormelage character and uh, she's from the River Tribe. In uh, the movie, she's going to be much more on the espionage side and okay. doing more of the spy stuff. And then we also have, of course, Martin Freeman as Everett K. Ross. Um, he's our CIA, um, uh, what do you call, uh, liaison. And uh, he's kind of your, uh, your uh, Coulson. Right. So, yeah, so this one, and I, and I like that they're not making him look like a bumbling idiot in this. Yeah. Everett Ross is not a terribly capable character in the comic books. Yeah. The, the best comparison in the comic books is uh, he was written very Chandler Bing-esque. <laughs> oh. Which doesn't okay. really fit with the vibe of the MCU in general or what we're seeing out of Black but you, Panther. But it does fit, but it does fit with Martin, with Martin Freeman's character. If you think about his, his take and, and, uh, and Sherlock. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. You know, like he's, he does but not as over the top as Chandler though, you know, right, he'll much, bring the dryness to it. Right. Much dry. Exactly. Much, well, much drier observational kind of thing. Could I be solving any more crimes? <laughs> Could you have any more advanced technology? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Solid friends jokes. <laughs> What's up? I, I actually approve of both of those. <laughs> well done, both of you. Um, next up is uh, the character that they've had to really do the most work with in adapting oh, for yeah, this film. Is a, you want to talk about problematic source material. <laughs> uh, Winston Duke as M'Baku. Uh, M'Baku is the Bless leader you. of the, um, the gorilla tribe. No, no. Tell everybody the, his alter ego. Or the mountain tribe. Um, tell him his alter ego. In the comics, he's known as Manape. Yep. And he skins an ape and wears its pelt as his his costume. Oh, that's that's some that's some African deliverance shit if I've ever heard. It. Yeah, <laughs> like, a, a, a great white ape. It's it's a whole thing. Okay, first of all, Pete has got to be all over that. Yeah. Just, there are so many problems with with I mean, because he's the bad guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's he is a bad guy in the comics, and I don't believe he is in in this adaptation. But making having having an African dress up in a giant monkey suit and run around is yeah. just it's just bad optics. Uh, why don't we just, just ask American Apparel how uh, they feel about this one? Because basically yeah. we're we're dealing with a power vacuum. Urban Outfitters, I forget which one it was. Urban Outfitters. We're dealing with a bit of a power vacuum because T'Chaka was killed, right? And uh, T'Challa hasn't gone through the test to become the new Black Panther. So Mbaku thinks that he has. A right to become the new Black Panther, and so does um, Killmonger, who we'll get to in just a moment. And and and, and so does T'Challa. He also thinks right. Perhaps he should be considered. Yeah, in the running at least, like right. his birthright or whatever. Whatever. Yeah, but uh, Mbaku and the Mountain Tribe um, they worship uh, gorilla gods, and they have a lot of gorilla imagery in there. Um, in their area, basically. And they kind of put a little bit of that into his uniform, his costume here with some fur 
and that, but they tried to really get away from the whole Manny thing. <laughs> so, so. Yeah. I just want to know, I want to know who had to explain. You, you're going to, we're going to, we're going to dress the black guy up from Africa. Yeah. We're going to dress him up in a giant gorilla suit. Is that weird? Everybody okay with that? Yeah. Any concerns? It was, no? it we're going to do that in 2018. It right. was the 60s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's lots of problematic characters in there. There, were, I just, there were many problematic things in the 60s. There. But I just at some point there had to be a conversation about that, and that really amuses me. Uh, <laughs> that somebody had to be like, you know, we can't do this, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, our main villain is uh, Michael B. Jordan as Njaka, um, aka Eric Killmonger Stevens. <laughs> what, Wait, a what is wrong with his skin? That's uh, scarification. Okay. Which is like a traditional African thing. It, it's it's very accurate, uh, apparently. Um, but uh, he was a Wakandan that went into exile. He got, I think it was actually uh, T'Chaka kicked him out of the country and sent him. He he went to the U.S., became a special ops agent and uh, a badass warrior, basically. And now he's like, oh look, the king's dead. I'm coming back, and I'm taking the crown. Right. So that's your basic bad guy. Uh, he's martial artist with. Uh, peak level strength and genius level intellect, because of course. Although that's, I'm interested to is that a, like do you think that's a is that all prosthetic? I just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm I'm fascinated yeah. with makeup and special effects, and I want to know how they did that because that's very well done. Because yeah, that looks like legitimate scars on his body. That's crazy. Yeah, it's really good. I'm sure. I'm, I, I would I would doubt. I'm sure there's a practical effect. Is what a, the way I would say that. Yeah, and the whole the, being exiled to America thing really makes it easier for Michael B. Jordan to not have to do the fake accent like everybody else. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I mean, I get genius level intellect. That would that that picture is not doing any favors though. Yeah. No, no, it's not. <laughs> not. I mean, if they had taken it a second sooner or a second later, maybe he wouldn't have like the right well, look on his face. It does. It does look like he, Wakanda's primary export was weed, and that's where. <laughs> he, well, and in the comics, uh, they did have this epic battle at Warrior Falls, where uh, Black Panther threw Killmonger off the falls. And eventually he, of course, came back to life because comics. Right. Um, because comics. But uh, we see in the trailer, there's a great shot of them fighting at Warrior Falls. Right. So we're definitely going to get some part of that in the movie, which will be cool. Cool. And last but not least, we have Andy Serkis as Ulysses Claw. I love him. Uh, we first met this character in Age of Ultron when right. Ultron went to uh, Claw to get uh, vibranium so that he could build a better body mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So you shell, whatever. Yeah. And as payment, he cut off Ulysses Claw's hand. Right. It was the thing in the movie. I mean, they just really, I think that was, that was, that was bad optics on, uh, and, and then he, on his part. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, then he, got a, You're and not then he gonna, got a claw. Well, in the comics, he's got one of the, he's basically got like, the, he can have a claw, he can have a gun, he can have whatever he wants on there. That claw. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, we can kind of see in this freeze frame that he's got a prosthetic hand that opens up and has guns uh, and other equipment inside of it. Splits the middle finger. I like that. Well, this yeah. is Just he basically has what every what every six year old boy <laughs> pretends that they have. Yeah. Where my hand can change into a gun or change into a you know what I mean? Just yeah. he's got a go go gadget hand. Right. Now it's a gun. Now it's this. Now it's a knife. Now it's that. No, you didn't touch me. You just touched my shirt. I'm not my in. shirt. My shirt. My hand is lava proof, so you can't actually. <laughs> yeah. But he's one of the few people that's ever gone into Wakanda and made it out alive. Ah. So that's why he's uh, a problem, and he because he knows how to get in and out. He has access to the vibranium, which is very uh, problematic. Why do people yeah, die in Wakanda? Valuable. Hmm. 
Why do people die in Wakanda? Because it's, Wakanda's supposed to be secret. Oh, secret the, society. Oh, so it's the whole like... idea of Wakanda is <laughs> to the outside world, it looks like a third world country. Gotcha. Stereotyping. It, yeah. Stereotypical third world African country. Like what you would expect, yeah. Okay. And then behind the scenes, there's this amazing advanced technology and society. Gotcha. That they're just hiding. So they don't have a huge tourism no. profit margin, is what you're saying? Not, not yet. <laughs> They like to keep their toys and not show anybody. Mm, mm, right. Mm. So there, there's your breakdown. So next month, week, next week. See, I told you it wouldn't take too long. That wasn't too bad. Next week, we'll do uh, our, our full review on Black Panther. I'll let you know if you should go see it. You, you should, should go, go see it. You should go see it. Let <laughs> me tell you right now, this one, I, I have a feeling this one's going to come out pretty, pretty much towards the top uh, of what's going on here. All yeah. right, so final question before we hit uh, into shameless plugs and all those other things we do towards the end of the show. Um... What is, as we prepare for our March Madness yeah. uh, coming around the corner here in just a little bit, what is uh, your favorite geek? Like, an all of geek, just what is your favorite? <gasps> and I ask that in broad terms on purpose. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Eli, you got one? What is my... What is your favorite geek? Not the Eli. That's my new name, by the way. The Eli? Not the, the Eli. The Eli. Not, the Not the Eli. Eli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not the mama? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you got to call me something else. Not the mama. No, no. Oh, man. <sighs> me? It's Man, it's all so close. I know. There's a lot of long term. But if you said, hey, you can just sit down and, like, in ideal circumstances, pl- do this, play this thing as much as you want, it'd probably be magic. Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? I mean, I, I love I don't know why he had such a hard time with that. Right. I knew that. I mean, well, because I haven't, that's not what I've done the most. Right. Because it is... It right. requires multiple people. But it, it has your heart. Range. It does have my heart. But D&D, I've definitely done the most of, right? Role-playing, Dungeons and Dragons. Right. Where'd you, where do you land, Liz? Uh, for me, it's a, uh, my favorite geek is a good solid RPG, I think. Yeah. Ooh. Video game RPG. Right. Like a Final Fantasy VII, maybe? Like a Final Fantasy VII. Or like, I mean, uh, I don't know. Like, like do you go for the JR- I haven't. I haven't played in so long, but just like... Like World of Warcraft holds my heart now and forever oh, until so the going, day I die. So you're jumping from like the JRPGs to the MMORPGs. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm an MMORPG. Okay. Like that's my that's my top. That's probably be my top. My beat. brother bought yeah. the new expansion and he's like, "Hey, dude, you should try this. It's it's pretty good." I, can, I, I, got, like, no, I have that, I have like a yeah. career in shit. I'm like now. that's how divorces happen. Like yeah. that. Exactly. <laughs> uh, damn. I already don't have enough of a social life. Exactly. So. Right. Marvel. Just all things Marvel? Yeah. That's I a good gotta, call. I got to go Marvel. It's, it's very close with Stargate. Right. For me, but uh, yeah. Oh, right. You didn't say Stargate. What? Say what? I saw Stargate. What are you talking no, about? No, I mean, I'm just saying you, you said Marvel He's, She oh. said you didn't say Stargate. I thought she said see. I didn't see Stargate. Oh, no, no, no. no, no we no. all know you've seen Stargate. <laughs> I was like, wait, there's something Stargate I haven't you seen? Tell me about this it. thing. People who have never like, even listened to For Geek's Sake are like, Dambinoid? Oh, yeah. He loves Stargate. The Stargate guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I've even watched the cartoon. <laughs> oh, how'd that go? It was rough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where'd you land? I uh, I kind of dabble in all things, and and learning new geek as I go is is a great experience. But I I guess I would say movies in general, geek movies, because I grew up on movies like Spaceballs and sure, just Star Wars and and geek movies in general 
So my, my brother and I used to quote movies as kids. Like that was our thing. That's so. awesome. My brother and I used to play a game called the Undercover Club, and then when I explained it as an adult, people gave me really weird looks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pause you there <laughs> because I don't know if we can handle hashtag my, Undercover Club. Uh, I don't think I can. I don't know if we can handle that right now. I. <sighs> So I asked this question, realizing that I don't have a good answer for it. Yeah. But I think, I think I come back to books. I think the, the your your classic Dresden Files. Dresden Files. I actually I actually don't like the Dresden Files that much. If I can be clear. Hey, really? I, you plugged it seventeen times. I know. Well, you know why? Because I put it down and I would forget about it and come back and try again. <laughs> And I'd be like, "Hey, this actually is pretty decent." And then I would just kind of like, "No, you know what?" But you're a you're a you're a Wheel of Time fan. I mean, yeah, Wheel of Time. Robert Jordan. Robert, yeah, Robert Jordan stuff. The Tolkien. I mean, just all of just it's so much. I think that's where I spent the most of my time. I mean, I'm from, just surprised you didn't say board games. Board games is board games is like the or number the two. <laughs> think, or the good place. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's the thing. I I love board games. I love playing them. I do. The thing I think the keyboard games from taking the top spot is uh, bad at them. As I lose so often, <laughs> and so as much as I love them and I love learning about them and playing them, I don't lose when I read books. So I think right. Uh, but yeah, no board games. I think board games and and really tabletop like in person games in general. Because I would lump in. I love Dungeons and Dragons for the same reason I love board games. Um, that face-to-face interaction to get into talk with people and sit around the table and you know and be able to do stuff together uh, is what I love about Dungeons and Dragons. What I love about board games. So those things all kind of come together for me. But but I, as outgoing and as extroverted as I am, there's a lot of time and I'm like I need everyone to stop fucking talking. Nobody talk to me for a while, and I just love to curl up with a book and just you get so into. It. I mean, the first time I read through the Harry Potter series is just, mm. and the second and the third time I read through the Harry Potter series for that matter. Uh, the books are the, the I think the books books are what edge it out, but not audio books. Oh, hey, no, no, he likes his pure the cursed child or nothing. What's oh, wrong God. with audio books? <laughs> I don't enjoy audio books as much. I want to read it myself. I don't want it to be read to me. Okay. I actually don't even like reading things like I I've, I'll download and use my and use Kindle books or whatever. But I really I want I want to hold it in my hand. You yeah. Like the smell the I love the smell yeah. of paperback. Of a I love it. Library. Yeah. That yeah I could just. I could just stand in a board in a Borders or a Barnes and Noble. Either way, or a or a what's what, a bam a bam books a million. They're super out of business. Uh, just no. I, just no, the smell. I thought, oh, I thought they were. There's the one in like, Sanford. There's three left. Oh, as I said, well, all the ones near me went out of business. Yeah, I, I remember. I, I remember the liquidation sales. That's where most of my books came from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so I think that's when. Okay, let's do some. So we don't have Elizabeth. We're not doing Liz's mom. We have a special. Uh, we'll be we, well, in honor of ladies and gentlemen. Al Sterling just celebrated a birthday. Woo woo. Woo-hoo. How does it feel being wicked old? <laughs> oh, I was gonna go like twenty nine. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, for the, for this the was this was thirty seven. Time I can't remember for twenty nine. What are you talking about? No, twenty nine is definitely a blur. I was so drunk. <laughs> now through can, that one. Can I can I read this? Oh please, please. Okay. So so level. So I did. I had a birthday. And my birthday was Saturday the tenth. Yeah. Uh, we I got I got very very inebriated. I remember parts of the evening very well. Uh, let uh, me let me just give you guys a sneak peek. I don't watch cartoons. <laughs> Al, there's there's people in your house and we're having a party. I, I, I cartoons. 
All right. Did I get to watch cartoons? Yes. Then, then, then I, it's my birthday. I can watch cartoons <laughs> if I want to. I think, you should have put on BoJack only... for him. Right. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> so I got a birthday card uh, from Sarah that I'm going to let them share on air. Cause oh, my God. Hilarious. This, this makes my heart so proud <laughs> and happy. Um, never a pun has ever punned uh, so well. So I, I, I highly recommend that if you're only listening, you tune in to the YouTube just so you can see. Um, if not, I will do my best to visually describe this to you. So there is a, uh, um, so, it, so if you're familiar with dogs, there is a breed called a pug and a pug comes in what is known as a, uh, black and tan or just a black pug. So there is a black pug dressed like Darth Vader on the cover of this card. Okay. It says birthday greetings. <laughs> you open up the card and it says from the bark side. From the- Uh, So then you continue reading because Sarah has put a little message in here and it says, get it, get it. Because it usually says dark side, you know, from star Wars, but they replace the D with a B because there's a dog on the cover. That's what makes it so funny. (laughs) (laughs) And then you turn the card over. uh, They have circled the word hallmark. It says, Hey, look, we spent money. And then it says that's some high quality stuff right there. And then obviously they have to put the star Wars logo on the card because you know, copyright infringement and whatnot. They've, crossed out the word wars and it says star trek that's the show with the blue box right <laughs> this is the greatest birthday card that has ever been given to anyone that hates puns so much that might be the best thing ever that has ever existed uh so much so that we are like i am forsaking my own mother and not telling her pun this evening just so we could have sh- you know shared that so and you legit laughed out loud when you read it the first he time was wasted I no was- he wasn't at that point he was sober he even admitted i i will admit i laughed I laugh. Soberly. I la- not at the card. I want to be clear here. <laughs> not at the card. Come on, from the bark side. Get it? At, Get it? At Sarah's. Because they replaced the D with a B. At, I laughed at Sarah's <laughs> message. At the dog. That part, that part I laughed at. <sighs> Birthday greetings from the bark side is not going to get a laugh out of me. <laughs> That's just a fact. And my husband just so innocently commented, yeah, that's my wife. That's my wife is how I read it. <laughs> yeah, so imagine that wife. Chris wrote that. <laughs> Let's go ahead and... Relevant uh, Borat <laughs> reference. <laughs> let, uh, let, happy let's, birthday, man. Thank you. Do you want to you you. plug some things shamelessly? Yeah. Why don't we start with uh, mm-hmm. Benoit. As always, you can find me at Epic, Epic Events, Events Orlando.com for all your DJ needs. Woo-hoo. And this week we get new Stargate. Yay! Yay! Actually, the day this debuts on on if you, when you're listening to this, you can also log on to your Stargate Command app and check out Twilby Stargate Thursday. Origins. The first ten minutes. Woo! Woo! Yeah, ten minutes. <laughs> Yay! Uh, Liz, what you got? Have you guys ever wanted to watch roller derby? Why, yes. Yes, I have. Because you can on March 3rd at Barnett Park. Uh, Orlando Roller Derby is having our first open scrimmage of the season. It's going to be a mixed scrimmage. Uh, it's going to be St. Patrick's Day themed. It's oh. going to be... Oh, crap. What are the team names? It's going to be the Blocking Mollies versus <laughs> the <laughs> Block Kick Murphys. Nice. I think... Is what we came up with. I love it. Because a lot of blocking in there. Yeah, well, it's derby words. Yeah. It's derby verbs. I like it. It's supposed to be the drop kick Murphy's. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got that. Get it? Get it? It's a pun. (laughs) (laughs) Get it? Uh, Everything about derby is puns. My name is a pun. Everything is is puns. Everything is puns. Sarah? Um, So, yeah. So, come check us out. March 3rd at Barnett Park. Doors are at 
four. First whistle is at five. You can get tickets on brownpapertickets.com. You can also get them from your favorite derby girl. Woo! That's me. It's me. If is you're it? listening to the show, it's me. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was just wondering about some of my other derby girls, but I will go with you. Um, she's my favorite. Hey. She's. You heard it here first. <laughs> so, I mean, she's up there for me. <laughs> Who's the other blocker? You know Adam Smasher is your favorite derby Adam girl. Adam Smasher is my favorite. There you go. Adam <laughs> Smasher is my favorite derby girl. She, she's awesome. <laughs> nice. Anyway, uh, Sarah, what you got? Um, so I normally don't plug my work too often. Um, actually, I don't think I ever have. But um, you talked about what you do, but I don't think you plugged it. Yeah, no. Um, I am an optician at uh, Winter Park Ophthalmology, um, right behind the Winter Park Hospital. Um, and we are having a trunk show on March 9th. Uh, that is a Friday from 9 to 4. Basically, what that means is we're having a huge sale. Um, all of our frames are 50% off. Um, we're going to bring bringing in more frames that we normally don't carry. Tiffany's, Coach, Ray-Bans, Michael Kors. Oh, like like real real ones? Yeah, like okay. kind of expensive. Okay. <clears throat> but totally worth it. Do you have it. any foster grants? Uh, no, that is not one that I carry. Okay, because I'm I'm the guy behind those foster grants. <laughs> my those are my nineteen dollars sunglasses. Nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah. I do carry Maui gems, so um, the Maui gems are not going to be fifty percent off. They are the only ones that are excluded. But Maui has been nice enough to um, take seventy five dollars off, which if is a big thing for Maui because okay. they normally don't discount at all. So, all right. do you have any um, vibranium uh, <laughs> frames that would hold the gla- the lenses that Al needs? Because uh, it's no, got to be vibranium. Here, your prescription is really big. Yeah, it takes uh, it takes at least three days to be able to get the plastic shape just right. What is yeah. what is your prescription? I don't actually. I don't remember. Coke bottle. On, on the contacts, <laughs> on contacts, I wear. Uh, I think I what is a nine point five and a ten. Holy oh, that's mother of God. Um, okay. It's really dependent on your industry. I'm a negative like six and a six point two five, and I'm blind as crap without yeah, my minus see, nine. This, isn't this part of the glass right here? That's yeah. if he does plastic. <laughs> I can get you thinner than that. Yeah, no, I got. Oh, That's I about that. it, right? <laughs> actually, there? they used to be about that thick. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah. Have you um, considered LASIK, bro? Yeah, actually, I did. So when I went to go talk about LASIK, they told their me, lasers aren't that thick. Well, they they said that I would still need glasses after it was done. Oh, Which just seems like less powerful like glasses. Yeah, right. That's, like, okay. Well. Right. So anyway. Uh, I heard so they did a successful so, yeah. eye transplant recently. You made me look into that. Until I, no, listen, until I can drop my consciousness <laughs> into a cyborg, I don't really see the point. Nice. So yeah, it's supposed to be, um, it's going to be a, a big to do. Um, we do one uh, twice a year. So it's March 9th. Um, that is Winter Park Ophthalmology, 200 Benmore Drive here in Winter Park, Florida, 32792. Question. Yes. You said you said it's a trunk show. Trunk show. They're actual trunks? No. No, actu- they're glasses. So back in the day, uh, the reason why they call it a trunk show is because opticians used to carry a bunch of glasses in the trunks of their car and just right. sell out of the back of their car. We actually bring it all inside now and put it on tables. So, so it's a lie. Kind of like the guys at Best Buy that'll be like, hey, I got some speakers in the back of my car. You want to buy some? Right. That's how it used to be. Um, but but yeah, now we bring it inside. So All right. Well, that's fine. I mean, we'll it's going to be kind of hot. refreshments and donuts. Question. Ooh, you didn't say I, it was donuts. Yeah, Can donuts, I, man. Right. Do, my, do my eye insurance uh, perks apply? And can I use my flexible spending account yes, you to pay can. for my glasses? You definitely can use your flex spending account. And we and my health savings account. VSP, yes. IMED, and VCP insurances. Excellent. I have VSP. 
Sweet. You can come see me, girl. All right. Let's do this. Woo. Can I also plug... Um, no. Mm-mm. I'm kidding. You can Let go. her do what she wants. <laughs> I, I can't stop her. <laughs> um, for my personal plug, um, I've been playing South Park Fractured, comma, Butthole. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Fractured Butthole, yeah. It is an amazing game. I love that game so much. <laughs> um, it, it's just... Everything about it is oh, fantastic. Oh, I get it. <laughs> you just got it. Speaking Fractured, of puns. W H O L E. Yes. <laughs> um, that's very good. If you haven't played it, go play it. Yes, it's full of racial, awful things that South Park is, but yeah. I mean. Is this, was this the game where the difficulty is affected by what skin color you, cho- yes. you pick? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. We talked about that on the show previously. Yeah, we did. But it's a great game. Like, there's a part where um, if anyone says anything about your race or gender, um, the PC principal lets you punch someone for free, and he calls it microaggression. And you just get to punch people because they said something wrong. (laughs) Because they said something not PC. Right. That's that's really good. It's awesome. Uh, Lash, you got anything you want to shamelessly plug? Uh, just we did talk about magical. Was it last week? Yeah, uh, last week. Oh God, it feels like a month ago already. <laughs> right? Trust but, me, uh, it was just last week. We mentioned on the episode limited resources. They did just drop an amazing long episode about the uh, original set of magic called Alpha. That's oh, really? Oh. Yeah. So it's full of history, and if let's magic something you're into, this episode's pretty badass. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. For me, I've got um, I. I know I've talked about Altered Carbon a couple times here, but now that I finally finished it, I wanted to go ahead and give it like, yeah, now I've seen the whole thing. Now I will officially come back and tell you, yes. You want to fully plug it now? Yeah, I not just, just partially plug not, it. Can we say the biggest bow ever tied, spoilers, on a series ever? It was, it was, it was, it was, it was wonderfully done. Chill awesome. out. Some of us haven't finished it yet. It's, yep. It was done really, really, really well. Uh, so I wanted to mention that one. Well, I had something else that I wanted to. The good place. Oh, uh, you can kiss my ass. Although the season finale was epic. <laughs> right. Um, it's still an amazing show. I don't give a damn. It's shameless. It is, it is a good show. The, uh, uh, and then where, where did we just get tacos from? Was that Black? Black, Black Rooster Taqueria on what? Mills. Oh, yeah, those were good. In the Mills 50 district. It. Those were those are some amazing. Those were tacos. bomb. Those were the bomb.com. What what were the ones I had them I had them delivered once from El Rancho, Tacos El Rancho. Which was good. Which was good, but these kind of blew that out of the water. But wait, you might say to yourself, I'm a I, I, I like my basic bitch tacos. I don't like my fancy schmancy tacos. I like my basic bitch tacos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan, if they like basic bitch tacos, will they like Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Because yeah. on the I had to pick I, I did the ordering through Uber Eats. Which is amazing. Uh, and is that, his, was that your fir- your first personal Uber Eats experience? Oh no 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 no. Oh, okay, good. No, 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 no. Oh been, no, honey, he's I've had been, this in the bag for a while. I've, I've been hungover, <laughs> and if you are hungover, there is nothing in the universe more glorious than having delicious food delivered directly to your house. Hungover? Shit! Last night I was just bored, and I made them bring me Tijuana flats. <laughs> nice. I think though, for the basic basic bitch meat and cheese taco, my spirit animal. Uh, the ones tonight beat out Waco Taco. Ooh. Al? Ooh, uh, Al? 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 Yeah. Waco Taco is so. not the best damn taco in Orlando. I said it. Waco Taco is not the best damn taco in Orlando. It may have been before you tasted more tacos in Orlando. Uh, Look, if a man only tastes one taco, he's going to think that that one taco is the best taco. <laughs> but 
there are many tacos. You're ta- on the spot, There Al. are many tacos to be tasted. Waco Taco or Black Rooster? Yeah. Waco Taco is the best goddamn tacos in Central Florida. Oh. Yeah, well, you're dumb. Um, no, <laughs> he's not. Uh, you know what? I got to back you up as much I'm, as I'd love to just I mean, look, dump on out because, you know, we, that's, that is what, that's why we come here. That's about what we've done for the last I'm sorry. Episodes. Gringo's Locos beats out Waco Taco hands down. And I would put Black Rooster above Waco Taco. And I liked Waco. I went and I had mm-hmm. an okay. But, like, they've, the, mm. the options are so limited. There's a handful of things, and they do them perfectly. They, they do, do them do, decently. Yeah, they, they, do they don't well. do them decently. They're good. There's, they're good. They're good. You can't. They're good. They're good. Let's all agree they're good. They're good. They're not great. They ha- they we had need to have, have There's a lot of great taco places. Central Florida taco competition. No, you guys just. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's our next event. Let you know everybody bring We should get like five from tacos from Al, all prepared the same way, and see which one is his favorite in a blind taste test. We should totally do that. Like a black like rooster, a, a, TJ, a taco, yeah. a Taco Bell, just for funsies. Sloppy Taco Palace. <laughs> I'm, I'm betting I could tell which one was, oh, was from Taco man, Bell. But see, Sloppy Tot, nobody's got anything on Sloppy Tots. <laughs> no, no, no. Have you ever had some Sloppy Tots? Yeah, but that's a whole different creature. I know it, it is. That doesn't that doesn't have anything to do. And with don't tacos. tell me. And don't try to put sloppy taco palace up in the. I mean, like if you like black rooster. So, l- more, let, let me tell you something. I have never actually had a taco from sloppy taco palace. I've just had a lot of booze, underage, and tots. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Don't <laughs> don't try to compete up in the the uh, up in this this this. Upper I was just saying here. we get a lot of we get a variety of of, of tacos in your specific way that you like a taco. And we do a blind taste test. What is your specific way that you like a taco? I actually don't have a, a, a specific way. Like I if like, you could create your perfect taco, what would your perfect taco contain? Mm. No, 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 well, that, no, no. Just no. do a win place show. Steak, pork, chicken. Like, what's your what's your win place show here? Um, it depends on how there's... It's, it's, it's not that easy. Yes, it like, is. It's that easy. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, here's the problem. Okay, look. If I say, if hey, I'm going about, to get tacos. Yep. If you're, if you're what talking... Do you want? If you're talking about a carne asada, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Which is I'm not talking Taco Bell. I'm talking a decent if I'm going to a decent taco shop. I'm not shop, talking about Taco Bell either. We're, we're doing a taco about- run. That's all we're doing. We're just doing a taco run. Yeah. Hey, hey Al, I'm not telling you where I'm going. I'm doing a taco run. It's not gonna be a crappy fast food place. Steak, pork, chicken. If I looked at you and said, Al, Rank the em. world is your taco. What do you want? Rank your meats. That's all I, I'm asking. Rank your meats, Al. <laughs> it's either it's not chicken, so it's either steak or pork. But it depends if we're talking about you know a carne asada versus a couple of ways you can cook the pork. Different comes different ways. You can't like. Are we talking about ground beef? Or we're talking about steak. Are we talking, we're talking about steak. fried pork? Okay, fat, look. Okay, no, are we so, okay. Techni- technically, there's four different options. Pulled pork. We're talking about basic options here. We're talking uh, about yeah. get that shredded pulled pork stuff out of here. We're talking about shredded That's chicken. Not a taco. We're talking you about get chicken. The fuck out of there. Okay. All right. So then we're talking about ground beef. Yep. Carne asada or steak, if yes. you will, or we're talking about carnitas, shredded pork. Yeah. So pick one of those. Probably carne asada. Okay, so so carne asada. That was. <laughs> I'm not flipping you off. It was just the one that was on the that's middle. That's just steak. <laughs> not darn just it. flipping you off. It's also the. So, so that's what I'm saying. We get carne asada taco from each of your favorite. Carne asada taco. But what else town. do you want on it? It. You know what? We're, we could be here all day because you guys are. Uh, tacos Look, aren't that saying, simple. All I'm saying here's the here's the here's my tacos are not that simple. tacos are not that simple. <laughs> it is a combination. Of a lot of different ingredients and the way those different ingredients simple. play off of each other. No, tacos you are very complex. And they mash need- the ground beef, put the taco seasoning on it with some water, and hey, you got tacos. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. 
<laughs> you are never allowed back on my show. All right, listen, listen, like, listen. That's homemade tacos. Listen, here's the winning <laughs> argument right now. Uh, the carne asada tacos that we ordered from Black Rooster this evening had fucking bacon on them. Does Waco offer bacon on their tacos? Mm. No. Bacon always wins. Okay, what? We're we're gonna you know we're what fight after there's the microphones actually, get turned off. Is this is th- there's actually we've been working on a on a on a project uh, that might be our next big get together. We haven't done a really true get together like a big get together oh, since since the, since uh, the one at uh, Hourglass Brewery yeah, a couple Hourglass, years ago. Yeah. yeah, and 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 we're currently working on another big one. I think maybe what we do here is we go ahead and have the top. We can have a taco challenge. <gasps> uh, I love it. So more details to come. Oh my god, taco challenge! To, but we'll do a taco challenge, and I will blind taste test. Mm-hmm. I will blind mm-hmm. taste test and see if mm-hmm. I can. Mm-hmm. We'll mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Taco that, challenge. That party was when I won a wrestling mask from Waco Taco. Yes, oh, yeah, the luchador mask. It was so awesome. The best damn tacos in Central Florida. <laughs> the other Sarah also won a luchador mask. <laughs> oh my god, we need to get together. Yeah. Okay, next time you're both Sarah on the show at the same time, mask. you have to bring the mask. Well, that means you. that you have to wrestle each other. Let's move on. Folks, we want to thank you all so much for listening to what's got to be. I mean, how, how long are we out here? Two hours, seven minutes. Jesus, Mary So we're Joseph. after, we're over uh, 150 we minutes our, is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dang it. That was always going to happen. If we didn't get into that taco we argument. We cruised right past it. Yeah, that's going to be. Whoopsie. Okay, we're going to uh, go ahead and wrap it up here. So we want to thank you to all of our listeners for listening to every single goddamn minute of this thing. I don't know why you're still listening. Uh, but after 150 episodes, we do want to say thank you so much to you guys for, for your loyalty, for listening, for the feedback, for the love. Uh, it is a lot of fun to do this, which is why I abandoned my family once a week to come up and do this and, and uh, all that stuff. So That's why I leave my cats um, alone. <laughs> want to say a big thank you to the. I want to say a big thank you to the crew over here, to producer Dan, to co-host Liz, to technical director Eli for coming on and joining me every single week. Uh, because not only do we not get paid, we actually just have the money sitting in the account. And we have no way to access it. So I uh, want to thank you guys for. Doing, I'm going to get. That, I'm going to get to it. Though, I promise I will. Um, so I uh, want to thank you guys for everything and all that stuff. Uh, and I think it's going to do it. So uh, next week will be the Black Panther review. Make sure you tune in. And that's going to do it for us. So until next week, this is. Al Sterling saying, I've seen your daily routine. You are not busy.